like well, cardamom? Not cardamom pods. We have cardamom <laughs> like the normal kind. And we have ginger, but it's like the stuff that comes in a jar. And it's bueno. not what you want. Okay. Do you have a big pot? Yes. Sick. I have several big pots. Nice. Just big pot me. energy. I got Yes, exactly. <laughs> I think that's the final day. Um, okay. Welcome. We're back. We're I already back. turned recording on. Are so recording? Holy Wait, shit. are we recording? Did yes. you record me and James talking about mold wine ingredients? Mm-hmm. Some of it, yeah. Oh, great. Yes. Okay, so okay. glad that we got well, that. Well, because here's why, right? Because like, we can delete it. We won't. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. This is my point that we're talking about. <laughs> we're going to see. There's going to be just giant holes in the middle of this podcast. It's like people being like, because like, okay, see how I'm like recorded, like then like yeah. on separate and I, sh- I should split that, right? And like clean that up, but we'll see if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if that happens. That's a should. That's a later should. I'm going to put that on your to-do list. Thank you. That's so nice of yeah, you. Yeah, I'm going to write down, yeah. you should clean that up. Oh, really fire thing that we've discovered is that if you share a to-do list, you can put tasks on for each other. So I can be like, Elena. I need Head. you to do like. Yeah. <laughs> there are so Damn. many funny things you can put on there. <laughs> do <of> them. tonight. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, okay. But all right. Welcome back. This is day two of Game of the Year. So it's a different day. We've uh, hydrated. We've rested. We, We're coming. We dove. We dove, yeah. Dave the Diver. Diver. <laughs> Thank you everyone for that. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so now we are coming on to our next couple of categories. But first, I'm going to announce my own personal award and top episodes that we have here. So my personal award always has to do with video game soundtrack music because that is my jam. It's the only thing I listen to. My Spotify wrapped is like, your vibe is video games. And I'm like, yeah, yes, accurate. it is. You're, cor- you're, you're correct. Um, so my category is games that we played this year with the best soundtrack that I've listened to. Okay. So I've narrowed it down to four soundtracks that I listened to in total this year. One of which is Cyberpunk 2077's music. Mm. Mm-hmm. Fire soundtrack. Is this specifically the, the is it the whole Cyberpunk or? Whole Cyberpunk, but okay. also Phantom yep. Liberty's music is really cool and really awesome. Very nice. Um, Stray really nice like cleaning the house like vibe music i would say that i've been listening to this year uh darkest dungeon 2 mm, if you yes. ever want to go to battle to you fuck. should listen to darkest we should listen dungeon to that. 2. what the fuck that's a great mm-hmm. idea <laughs> and then i was gonna say it's a surprise this year i think that this is on my category but i honestly really like their soundtrack it's atomic heart Mm. their music ah. is mm. it's heavy oh, yeah, metal in some weird, places yeah, like Russian pop and others yeah. and yeah. Quite honestly, I've been listening to it while we play Halo. Hmm. It's a vibe. Yeah. So, All right. Yeah. And yeah. so the winner, though, that I would say is the best soundtrack out of those four, I think I'm going to have to go with Darkest Dungeon 2. Wow. That is... Ooh. It's It's just... It's really awesome. And also the traveling up to the mountain plus the mountain battle music, like, you listen to that and you're like, I am ready yeah. to fight something. Dude, so, tomorrow morning. Let's go. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Fuck Yeah. Um, so yeah, best soundtrack, Darkest Dungeon 2, way to go, guys. Um, and then my top episodes this year that I want to shout out, one of them is our Stray podcast. I thought we did excellent that episode. Mm. I was really happy with that episode. And I think, uh, just talking about Stray in general was just a very fun thing that I Mm. remember fondly. Uh, I'm going to shout out our Cyberpunk 2077 series. Um, just always like really delving in on a topic and talking about it for like three hours three sure. different times yeah um fucking love that and then 
my favorite is also Atomicar Episode 3, where James and I try to describe to Elena and McCoy yes. what the fuck this game is. Yes. And honestly, I listen oh, back on yeah. that just to put a smile on my face because it's just, <laughs> it's a joy. <laughs> yep. Yep. So there we have it. Oh, hell yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm so ready to talk about it during Biggest Disappointment. Maybe. We'll see. Starfield. Yeah, anyway. I think Starfield. We don't even have to talk about that category, to be honest. Anyways. But we want to, though. We will. Let okay. us out. Eventually. All right. But that is not the category we're talking about today. We are going to be talking about best visuals. Now, we will say we have divided this up into best visuals and best atmosphere. It was a very contentious thing that we talked about <laughs> mm-hmm. last game of the year. But this will be best visuals, games we couldn't help but marvel at. So we're setting atmosphere aside. We are just going to look at art. Mm -hmm. Um, And so for that, I believe we put every single game down that we've played this year into the best Mm -hmm. visual category. But just to reiterate, since this is a new episode, that will be Burnhouse Lane, Dead Space, Adios, Atomic Heart, Castle Crashers, The Case of the Golden Idol, Stray, Dead Cells, Darkest Dungeon 2, Elden Ring Seamless Co-op, Fallout 3, Starfield, Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty, plus 2.0 update, Pale Beyond, Soma, and Dredge. So, any on here that we just want to axe immediately? Burnhouse like, Lane. <gasps> wow. How dare you? Wow. Although, I actually wow. think maybe Burnhouse Lane is a contender for best atmosphere. True. We're going to have to have a discussion about what we mean by the word best, because we yeah. hated the atmosphere, but also it was very effective. Yeah, True. yeah. Well, so that's actually part of the tagline. Games that give off good or not so good feels oh, for right. the atmosphere okay, category, which is it, second right. and right. not here um, in this moment. But I don't think that Burnhouse Lane should go first off the best. Yeah, it shouldn't but go it's first. the first one on the list. What about no, no, no. okay? Like what, what about, about Adios? Adios? Yeah. <laughs> Thank all right, you, Zoe. All right, yes. all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Adios has, in my opinion, the worst visuals of the year. <laughs> the animations were horrifying. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I think it fits. It's it fits the game, but it, at the same time, but it but better ones could also fit the game. Yeah. yeah that, <laughs> if that game had Fair looked enough. like Outer Wilds, you know, would have been cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. The most terrifying thing in that game is if you turn around and run backwards and watch the guy oh, run yeah. after you. It is the most terrifying yes, thing. Yes, I've ever. seen that. Yes. Um Okay. I wanna cut Fallout Three. Yeah. yeah. Fallout Three is just old graphics. Like there's nothing wrong with them, but there's nothing right about you know, like that maybe at the time they were great. I don't really know. They but. were no. good. I guess it is the they were past is always just like, We made a game, the, the graphics are there. They were yeah. good, and it's a nice aesthetic and atmosphere, but it certainly doesn't hold up. Well, like, it looks aggressively bad um, <laughs> okay. now. Okay, yeah. yeah, right, it does. And but, now that we've cut those two, Burnhouse Lane? Wow, no, James is no, on a fucking no. What about Castle Crashers? Castle yeah, Castle Crashers, Crashers works. I love, I I, it, it has really good visuals, actually. It, like, I, it's, it's just. It's got a vibe. It has yeah. a, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and did Burnhouse we, Lane's... Like, okay, did we marvel at it? No. Not, Does Castle Crashers looking. look good? Maybe a little. I mean, we were the pretty... The princesses. We were also pretty high. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. to be totally of course, honest. as one should be. No, it's like, it's actually like really powerful, those visuals. That's a really old game, but it doesn't really show it as much because of the visuals. I mean, they're really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's like, it's sort of similar to, it's like, it's not going to win. There's no way we choose that shit. There's mm-hmm. just no way, right. but it is good. I would cut it if we could also cut Dead Cells for similar reasons. Yeah. It's good. It suits the game. Yeah. It's yeah, not okay. amazing. Okay. It's not a game where you're like, 
man, that's beautiful. I think at times. I think at times. Yeah, I mean, I think Dead Cells is cool. I like their art style. I like their color palette that they use in Mm -hmm. that game. Um, But But we're cutting that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. All right. Burn house lane. Burn house lane. Like, okay, Jim, tell me about why you want to cut. Because it's lane. ugly as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, James, you just don't love the I mean, ugly duck. Burn house it is. lane. Right. Does, <laughs> <yeah>. True. <laughs> but it does also lean to like the kind of like somewhat janky art and like visual style that all the R. Mikulski games have. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I don't like any of them. Yeah, you remember the sandwich making. And the yeah. look of that tomato. That yeah. was startling. And <laughs> yeah. I think if we yeah. want to say we did now, we did marvel at it. <laughs> like this is the best looking R. Mikulski game. And That's I would true. give it a three. Out of ten. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but see, it's it's the, it's the artistic aspects of it that really carry, but yeah. and it is actually like really nice overall, I think. For what they're trying to do, there but... were parts of it that were cool. I would describe his his visuals are off putting, mm-hmm. and I think intentionally his games so. are off putting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, where like you you never want to feel comfortable in an R. Mikulski game. You always kind of want to be looking at every single character you encounter, being like, "Are you going to turn into a corpse in front of me and catch on fire?" Or um, are which you? Most yeah. of them do look like that. Yeah. And are you going to turn into a psycho and pull out an axe? Right. You know? Yeah. Like that dude who's like cutting the fucking kebabs. It's just crazy. Yeah. Right. The whole and then really like, disturbing. and then just like yeah. he has a, like a feeding fetish for the yeah. massive. Yeah. His wives yeah. in the gimp suits. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Which that's just. I mean, that I don't want to say that that's like a, you know. It's future just stuff, like real life. But yeah, excuse me. Um, I'm not going to say that. That's what we're all working towards, but. Well, okay, wait. If we if we're gonna make James wait for this, do we have something else we would cut before Burnt House? There's lane? nothing that gives me more joy than making James wait for it. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> I'm also cool cutting Darkest Dungeon too. <gasps> I think Whoa. we should cut Elden Ring Seamless Co-op. Yeah, it doesn't really. And he's like... here because it is just Elden Ring. Yeah, which is and amazing. that's but it's amazingly not beautiful. Yeah, but, but it's, it's not Elden Ring. It's not. The, but the game that we're judging for this year is not Elden Ring. We're judging like the seamless co-op mod for Elden Ring, which doesn't actually have visuals. Well, it proposal does. accepted. It, I accept <laughs> I, this too. But James I, is the I, best. He's so easy to. Com- I'm. I'm in with. I'm with this. No, I, I get it. <laughs> I said like four words, and James it, is like, yes. <laughs> no, yeah, it, it does have some visuals. It has a couple of custom items that fit flawlessly into your inventory, and I love that from them. That's true. Yes. But. Yeah. They don't get to have all of Elden Ring. Right. That is no, exactly. that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I think that that's... That okay, 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 oh, okay. Oh, I have another one. Okay. Sorry, I'm raising my hand. Yeah. <laughs> you in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're waiting for you. Uh, Starfield. Yeah, I know. Gone. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, it yeah. sucks. It's so visual Starfield just... has great graphical fidelity in a lifeless, soulless sort of way. Well, I was going to say the shipbuilder is amazing. Great okay, visual. <laughs> great visual. <laughs> no, and, like, and the kitchens that you walk into the first time are really impressive. But mm-hmm. they aren't even because they I, are. I think you're like, Starfield came out this year. It came yes. out this year. Like it's yes. supposed to be the height. It's a massive triple A game that came out this year. It took them 10 years to make it. It's supposed to be incredible. And the graphics are like sure why not the graphics already look outdated like what i want us to all look maybe like when we take a break before biggest surprise and biggest disappointment i want to play that girlfriend reviews starfield Mm -hmm. youtube video Mm -hmm. because you need to look at them they juxtapose like skyrim and then play a clip from starfield and honestly the graphical innovation like it's very slight like which 
That should not be the case, I don't think. Yeah. Except it's in the same engine, so it's not that surprising. <laughs> Definitely it's... things, like, move similarly and, like, feel similarly. Yeah, yeah. it's got yeah. They, that... like, up to the fidelity of, like, whoa, you're right. looking really close to it, and you're like, wow, And, that's like, there so... might be better but... lighting. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. If you think about, like, just the art direction of that game, like, every planet you would land on, you were like, okay, this is a planet yeah. that no one touched. None of the like, creative well, the art direction, direction in that worse. game is impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. counts in best visuals. Yeah. Like, there was just kind yeah. of nothing there. Listen, we've said it before. This game fucking it sucks, sucks right. dude. Yeah. And I wish it would be like, oh, it's so beautiful. But, like, it's actually not even really that beautiful but it definitely is the soulless thing yeah. you would expect but but it's also like compare that to the game underneath it right like cyberpunk phantom yeah. liberty dlc right both mm-hmm. big AAA games both came out this year essentially at the same gorgeous. time phantom liberty is gorgeous like yeah. the lighting yeah. in that is gorgeous the set pieces are gorgeous like the, the you know i mean cyberpunk was always a pretty game they, yeah so starfield like spent their artistry artistry budget on like fucking bananas like they spent it on bells and whistles to distract you being like look look it's so cool it's yeah. so nice it's really cool and then you're you actually look at it and you're like Cubes? i've seen this done better elsewhere yeah. Yeah. like yeah I think that's that's honestly the story with Starfield a lot is that you right. look and you're like, interesting, I've seen it done better. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I get it. It's like, the, it, it reminds me of, um, it's like 4K or something. It's like, it can be beautiful, like to up the resolution, but you have to like be looking at something beautiful right. for it to work. Right. And they don't really do that. They're like, oh, it's like a carton. And you're like, oh. Mm-hmm. nice yeah people are like look at how detailed it is you can read the the weight watcher facts on the back i'm like but why yeah <laughs> cool they did like yeah. whatever department did the like menu art i don't know you yeah. call that like the, yeah, the yeah, yeah. asset art for when you yeah. go through your menu like those are really well done they're really yeah. they're beautiful they're uh-huh. but they, that's not the whole game right and no yeah well Just and, no. and also like they could have used their art design to make one more enemy that you shoot at you know i mean it's like they could have done like you shoot at just like spacers. Yeah. Like that. I'm not I mean, sp- unless you're going onto like jungle planets and shooting at the animals. The animals. Yeah, right. but like, what about like. But they don't add value. Yeah, I'm trying to, I don't know. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, let's just. just no. We yeah, can no, continue bitching gone. about this game, but yeah, fuck that <laughs> so game. So I actually think, all right, looking at this, it doesn't have to be the exact next one, but it's kind of close. Tell me about Burnhouse Lane. <laughs> James, um, it's interesting, right? Because you send the most beautifully composed photographs of anyone to me yeah. of all your walks. And yet, I, w- I would think, right, that that artistic composition aspect of you would translate to a game like Burnhouse Lane because that is what this has in spades. Um, it, but it doesn't to you. No. It offends you. Yeah. Is it? Hmm. Hmm. There's something there that I can't put my finger on, but there's something there. Like maybe the fact that it offends you is like your clash of artistic taste with it. Yeah. Or something. You know, can we fight for Burnhouse Lane with him so against it? Or do we just lose? So what are you trying to make it win? I don't know. Oh wow. But I want wow. okay, wait, I wouldn't go that far. I wanna I like want that's it to... that's part of where I'm at, is like it's not winning. I want just, it to just cut the motherfucker. I want it to contend with things like the Pale Beyond. Well, I never played the Pale Beyond. I oh god, I'm gonna cough. <coughs> um, sorry, I inhaled wrong. <laughs> yeah, 
I I do think the Pale Beyond could be a game that we talk about cutting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think so too. Look, it yeah. has great visuals, but we are <coughs> just <coughs> coughing in the mic. Survive. Right. Yeah. <coughs> um, no, but the, I think we're at the point where, like, listen, these are all beautiful <laughs> games still on this list. <laughs> For the record, McCoy pointed at James as if being like <laughs> including Burnhouse Lane, including Burnhouse Lane. Um. Which we should listen to later because the soundscape is just disgusting. It'll make you want to die. Um, but <laughs> the Pale Beyond's beautiful. Everything about that game and is has disgusting and will make you want to die. But don't you see it's going for something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going for making you want to die. James, I, you apparently cannot be the one making this argument to me. When you send all the like memes that are disgusting and like all the fucking opposite fucking react. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, you are the person who's like, I felt something. It was I, disgusting, but I felt something. Yeah. And now we're here with the game right. that speaks to that. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't. All right. So, <laughs> this is all well and good, also. Uh-huh. What do we feel about Golden Idol being on here still? Yeah, yeah. I feel good about it being on here I still. I kind of do, too. But I also hate the art style for that game. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's really off-putting to me. But I think... But it's also its biggest strength and beauty. Yes. Because, like, if we think about the way that the that the case the Golden Idol uses its visuals, it's outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the same thing as Burnhouse Lane. And I get that. Let's cut them both. Inter- wow. Interesting. <laughs> wow. So the case of the Golden Idol, the visuals are like, you know, we're really struggling to actually figure out what to do with the Golden Idol, right? Because for narrative, clearly the narrative is such a key part of what makes it incredible and intricate and amazing. And yet yeah. it didn't really hold for us in the category set. It helped for us when we played the whole fucking game. Listen, every right. podcast, we loved that yeah. shit. And we were like, every time another DLC came out, we were like, we're playing this now. Yeah. Oh my right. God, it's so yeah. good. And they announced that... their game for next year that's going to be still going on Golden Idol oh, lore. Yeah. And that's exciting as hell. Yeah. So. so there's that, right? Like we we love it so much, but then we couldn't really figure out if the narrative is why we love it. Mm. We love it so much, but we can't figure out if the visuals are it's why like we love it. The best game that tickled our brains, you know? Yeah. It's the best cohesive package, yeah. I think. And like I think oh. it's going to be a strong uh-huh. contender, knock on wood, wherever it is, somewhere. Um, but like it's going to be a strong contender, I think, for game of the year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. Because of that cohesive package. I certainly hope I think so. when you take out each of the elements separately, I think like that's when you kind of start. Like to me, I look at the Golden Idol and the Golden Idol is not carried by its visuals it essentially is but carried it is. by its visual but i but i agree with you zoe because i hate i hate like remember when we first yeah, like yeah, you yeah. right zoe you were the one who found that game is yeah. that right yeah well it was a, a guy was wrote in viewer, i think it was yeah. curtis that wrote in okay. yeah Listen, said your boy case of the golden idol was was great i looked it up and i was like to turn your thumbs at gmail.com that he did and guess what we read it and we actually took his suggestion seriously yeah um that's true but yeah he he reckoned he said that because he said as they all do, this is just like Oberdin. Yeah, like exactly. which that's how you get us to play a game. If you yeah. say it's like Oberdin and the Outer Wilds, we will play the game. Right. True. What was I forget exactly what game we were talking about, or maybe it was like no, unless was you're fucking, lying. It was Deadly Premonition, where we were like saying like this isn't a category all of its own, right? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like Oberdin and the Case of the Golden Idol idol are the two that we know in the same category yeah and we talk about this a lot but like damn it's just brutal to have those two people in a giant warehouse right. where the, that's the only comparison yeah because mm-hmm. then you look at the visuals 
Well, we even did this for Oberdin at but first, Oberdin right? was also really hard to do visuals for because, like, I mean, just if you're listening, Google that game. It looks crazy. It looks, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, dun, and so does dun, the case dun, of the Golden Idol. Like, I remember. Dun, 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 <laughs> but I don't know. It's the noise from that one. Oh, but but I, I need that I, in my I, life when I get shit right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Every, I don't know. You like, turn, you, like, turn in a project at work. Da-da-da. Yeah. And then they message you about that as soon as you But like I I Um, see Zoe's (laughs) point of like the case of the golden idol. I remember when we first pulled up that game and looked at it, I was like, oh no. no." And yet Because it it's got it's well it's pixel art, which I don't know that anyone here is a huge fan of. No really. It's not pixel art, it's not really something that you marvel at. You don't like look at pixel art and go like, Oh my fucking god. But it just it looks super jank. But then and I remember looking at it, exact same thing I said for Oberdin. I was like, I'm never going to be able to tell these people apart, apart. They all look the same. They're all like these weird pixel art people. But you yep. can. But you mm-hmm. can. And yeah. they use the visual so well that you can solve like these tiny mystery puzzles and like really good puzzles yeah. because yeah. you're looking at the visuals closely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, the visuals are like, I mean, they're pixel art that looks kind of bad. But yeah. I don't think it looks kind of I know what you mean. There is just that like off-putting nature to it and yet you have to like run your eyes over every pixel of it Mm -hmm. and it gives you so much information and actually it has like a very distinct style and beauty to it when you do that Mm -hmm. i think i don't know it's weird right like it's it's part of it like the sort of like haziness that the pixel art adds where you can't really see is like how they like obscure so much they don't want you to care about and focus on so you can kind of like see what you need to focus it's a very strange i don't know it's kind of amazing truthfully Mm -hmm. it and i'm I'm now sitting here being like okay someone can write in and probably make a really good case like game design wise why the case of the golden idol should win this category because the visuals are so well used but i don't think it's going to win our category no because i think we're going to look at something like stray and just Mm -hmm. like salivate over the the graphics and that's something like that's going to win for us Right. And so I think we can cross the case of Golden Idol off comfortably, just like maybe saying out loud, like we know the visuals are really good. Right. Yes. Yeah, they are. They just don't. Everything is good so far. They don't now. jack us like stray. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, and so now do we, we do can we... do Burnhouse. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. But also with with those two, I think that there is a Should strong case. No. Not yet. Not yet. To cut the Pale Beyond mm-hmm. and Soma. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So Soma, because Soma is Soma is atmosphere. I think so too. Fuck. I think Soma's gonna go for atmosphere. I don't mm-hmm. think it goes. I know McCoy, like when we played Soma, we looked a lot at the lighting because we had just it's gotten incredible. an OLED TV and we were like, but it Ooh. the lighting can't is so amazing. Stand up to Dead Space for lighting, like it just, yeah. it just, it, but it can't, can't stand up to but, but, no, but, or but, Phantom Liberty but, 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 for lighting. Well, no, it can. It's like it's it's artistically chosen it's the like artistry that shines at that level like because like you know i mean dead space right it's like a remake but it's like the most beautiful fucking thing visually i saw that fucking fan that was like with the light i mean what the fuck is that um it was displaying a shadow in this moving fan. It's just one of those things where it's like in real life no one would give a fuck but in video games it's like damn look at that shit oh my god pause (laughs) look at that yeah and it's amazing but and then if you're gabe and you're you're the one playing and mccoy's like can you turn to the right and just look at that shadow and gabe goes (sighs) Ugh. Okay. Remember, do you remember the podcast when James used to go like, 
Oh yeah. Look <laughs> at we those used visuals. To. Used to. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the lighting. Oh. I can't remember fuck, what game yeah. it was for, but we did. It some was for the council. It was for the oh, council. Oh fuck, that's what it was for. James, what did you say last night during Day of the Diver? You just said like, "Don't worry about it. It's fine." What the fuck? You said some dude. Just some hilarious <laughs> shit. That was just like fucking. I like struggled to go to bed because I would just like sit there. I'd be quiet. And then I would just like start laughing. And I'd be like, dude, you remember when, when James when just. James that shit? Yeah. All right. So I think maybe we can keep Soma on a little bit longer. Okay. It sounds mm-hmm. like. So do we want to kind of circle back to Pale Beyond, though? Because it kind of sounds yeah. like we're okay with asking that. Now, Pale Beyond has some really great artistry to it. Definitely. I think for the concept of what the game designers were going for and what they executed on, I think it looks great. They yeah. wanted yeah. to go off of Victorian era, like exploration sketch art. And honestly, I think the cool thing is like when each character is, you know, zoomed in as you're talking to them, you can see like the actual like coarseness of the pencil that they draw this guy with. You can see the pencil strokes of like, this is his mustache and this is his nose. And I don't know, like Mm -hmm. for me, I just love texture. So I just like look at that and I marvel. Like I personally marvel at that stuff because I can see the art being done in front of me. Um, That being said, I mean, like, that's really all there is to say about it, I think. And I'm okay with that. It's yeah. it's really good. Uh, yeah, it it's looks really, really good. good. And in yeah. fact, it's like kind of the only thing that w- you we would never play that game if it didn't look like that. Right. There's just no fucking way. Yeah, I think too. Like it's kind of unusual to find an indie game that has. Well, maybe not unusual, but it's. There's been so many indie games done. It's kind of unusual to find with a distinct art style. You know what I mean? And like Pale Beyond, does have its own art sale and it's another like very cohesive package yeah um, it it's looks great but it's yeah great. it's not it's not gonna it's not our game of the, the no, fucking right. best visuals of the year plus i would also argue like another just i guess knock against pale beyond like i i know they're a small studio but like when the the menu items just look so different from the visuals of the people like, yeah when yeah. it says like yeah. they're malnourished or like a star like no it, it looks amateur yeah it, it looks amateur i think oh, but like right. i forgot about the like yeah. ui design in that right not, and that always yeah, just yeah. kind of bothered me with how yeah divorced they looked yeah what about dredge yeah, yeah. Well, i was, was gonna, gonna say on the subject of ux design ui design <laughs> <laughs> the start menu <laughs> the start menu of dredge but also just the whole thing of dredge it's really well executed mm-hmm. but not stunning i thought it was stunning in the way that stray or cyberpunk or dead space is stunning i thought dredge was super fucking stunning Maybe I'm just like huffing something, but like we were no, using that fucking cable. It's gorgeous. That, at that it's time. gorgeous, but it's no, but I it's don't know. like so gorgeous. Okay, what about no, really? Okay, Darkest I, I, Dungeon then before, like we make you feel like Darkest Dungeon before. Dredge? Okay, I want to make the case to cut Dead Space. Oh, because okay, okay. While it could be the best visuals from a technical front in so many different ways, and it is amazingly beautiful, I just. We're, we're like practically an indie podcast. You know what I mean? Like this shit is cool, but is that what we're going to go for? Is that the one that struck the chord in our souls the most? I mean, it's it's visually? interesting, right? Because we, we played the Dead Space remake and part of that remake was kind of the just upgrading of visuals. Mm-hmm. We play, we put those side-by-side comparisons of like, this is what Dead Space look, used to look like. And now this is what it looks like. And honestly, the like the contrast between the two is stark and stunning at the same time. Yeah. Like, the shadows just 
the depth of light and darkness and the corridors you go down and the textures on the walls and the way the light bounces off of that to give that eerie vibe the fan that's blowing in that one room and you see the shadows across the ground like honestly it it is very stunning the thing is i don't remember much else Marvel yeah. that game. Yeah, that's true. Like, I insanely beautiful. The babies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the space oh, like sequences. And the, um, the hand antlers. Oh, yes, the yeah. hand yeah. antlers. The antlers. No, the, that that antlers. should have been my category this year. Best use of antlers. Yeah. Gone to dead space. Gone to Halo Infinite. I think that yeah. um, Outer Wilds DLC would have won that again. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Sorry. Yeah. exactly. So no, true, like, so it's, a, it's, it's incredible. Technically. And art, even artistically, it's really, really beautiful and really tasteful. The colors are stunning. I... I don't know. Is that going to win so for I us? Actually, I actually, I buy this argument that you're making right now. That like, it's technically really beautiful, but it doesn't have the same kind of like impact, like memorable impact as like Stray or yeah. Phantom Liberty, or I would argue Atomic Heart. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I'm ready to go right. for, a t- I'm like ready to fight for Atomic Heart in this category. And I didn't even finish you. that game, but some of the visuals in that together. were like, were crazy. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and so, like, I could see cutting Dead Space just acknowledging that Maybe it was a it really good remake. Soma. I was gonna say, I yeah. think right now yeah. we're at the point now where we're cutting things that look good. good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We have passed the threshold, but yeah, I think I'm okay with cutting. Like, if this Dead was Space. your wardrobe, I would yeah. keep them all in there. Right. But they might not be the one you bring out for your birthday. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Darkest okay. Dungeon Two and Soma. So let's talk. I guess let's talk Darkest Dungeon yeah. Two. Yeah. Should really we first say what's left? Oh, yes. Okay. So what, I guess if you're following along at home, um, the remaining games are Atomic Heart, Stray, Darkest Dungeon 2, Cyberpunk 2.0, Phantom Liberty, Soma, and Dredge. Wait, didn't we just cut Soma? Did we cut Soma? Yet? I did. I cut okay, Soma. let's cut Soma. Cut Soma. Okay. We're cutting Soma. Soma is gone. Cool. You know, I think I, I see in this list how Dredge could leave. I, but sorry. I I want to like put it up on here and then turn the sun and off and then <laughs> and then no because seriously like it's so nice like have you guys seen it like what are we talking about I, I <laughs> like, <think> so <laughs> so I was gonna argue for it in a way so I think the use of single sh- single cell shaded art yeah. art style um it is a surprisingly detailed game for what it has in that way. But honestly, I wanted to argue for the art star for just the fucking fish that you catch. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the aberration true. art is the most grotesque yet like just marveling thing to look at where you just stare at it and you're like, ooh, you've got five heads and a skeleton and half of your body's being melted off with acid. Like, yeah. Good. And then it hits that like sound effect too, which I know is not in this category, but like listen, where it's like as you pick it up and you're like, Ugh. yeah. I mean, that it like feels it's... like it's on the level of Darkest Dungeon. That's too, what too. it feels I, like. I think to it's me. better than Darkest it's Dungeon. It's like they're both like high quality. Like I love art. Darkest Dungeon. Don't get me but wrong. But I think that the visuals in Darkest Dungeon One are better than they are in Darkest Dungeon Two. In some ways, maybe I. I what I was, I don't know if it goes in the visuals, but the thing I love about Darkest Dungeon Two is just the art style of when you hit things and it oh, feels like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay no you're right you're right you're right right and wow. that is visuals i mean it's like yeah, also it sound is, and yeah. stuff but it but it's very quick and powerful and decisive it's like the 
you click and you're like it's just one single click is so fucking powerful in that game yeah. right. like, jesus christ i'm amazing um yeah fair and that whole game is really carried by its vibe right i mean the gameplay is I mean, great that's but an atmosphere game right there give them no quarter yeah <laughs> You know? But I, yeah, I mean, I guess I do think at least my memory of it is that a lot of that was more impactful in the first game. Like the the narrator, right? In the first game was like, he was like God speaking directly into your soul. <laughs> and then I think in two, they kind of like overused him a little bit. Same thing with like He was one. more positive in the second game. Yeah, mm-hmm. he wasn't like, so, you know. It was a bit like return to the formula in a way that felt a little yeah. bit maybe yeah. not I as i don't know but, the the whole wagon thing just did but, not but hold on. for me but but like okay and i thought the wagon thing was wagon thing was was cringe at one point but but actually like and i feel like people have experienced this after the fact maybe or i sort of got there towards the end of my playing with it it's like once you get into the loop of darkest dungeon 2 while it's very different it's really good yeah like mm-hmm. it's really good and the visuals are part of it and the vibe is part of it and the gameplay is part of it, and it like I just never got there, I guess. Yeah, it yeah. it's really easy, I think, to be like, this isn't like the first one, or to just not get there because of life circumstances. But like, yeah, like it's a fucking, it's a it's a cohesive package. It's honestly, it's it's really good. It is. No, like to be clear, I played a shit ton of Darkest Dungeon too. Like I I really yeah. like I really yeah. liked it. Um, Probably not the winner for us. But no, I because don't think we're it's not gonna... gonna let Atomic Heart not kill this game, right? Like. I don't know if Atomic Heart is going to win, but, but it's it going to be up there. I think it needs to be up there. But, I mean, I think I've we've sung Darkest Dungeon's praises. I, I just wanted to shout out, like, again, just Darkest Dungeon 2 just knocks out of the park with just unsettling imagery, I would say. Mm-hmm. Like, the lungs that you fight are, like, yeah. disgusting. Yeah, really <laughs> um, yeah that's true. I, all I can think about is the cornucopia baby that I think is, like, a boss in one of the areas it is just the most disgusting thing ever and it sounds disgusting and it yeah. looks yeah. disgusting every time you hit it it like wails in this yeah. really disgusting way and you're like i just want to but then there's you. like the yeah. combat music going in the background right. like, i'm gonna fuck this thing up yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. and then you're like dude surviving on one hp and you're like live yep. <clears throat> okay but uh, here's I'm what okay i want to with uh, yeah. with saying goodbye to darkest okay. dungeon yeah, yeah 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 so then here's what i want next here i want Wait, is, is Dredge off? I think it could very well be off. I think it hasn't died yet. It like, hasn't died it yet. It feels like it's, it's limping. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we but, have four games right now. Atomic Heart, Stray, Cyberpunk, and Dredge. Yep. Okay, sorry, go ahead. And what I, I want to see is I want to see us right now put Stray and Cyberpunk against each other. Stray wins. Does it? Fuck, wow. Hands down for you, Elena. Yes. Wow. But oh, as soon as I said it, I was like, oh, I should think about that. I really appreciate that little presence from you. Thank you. So, I mean, Stray is a game that you can just, like, pull up to leave in the background. Yeah. It's yeah. just, like, a picture yeah. on your wall, but it's your monitor. I think yeah. Stray is really stunning. But mm-hmm. Cyberpunk is really stunning, too. It's the two it's Cyberpunk true. games, but back, the two yeah, futuristic Yeah, it is. It is. Well, it's the two Nothing neon games. Nothing is even I was going to say, it's yeah. the two neon vibes. Honestly, like, to me, these go one and two, but yeah i don't know though because atomic heart had some of the best visual things i have ever seen in a video like the um the intro it's near the beginning right you yeah. do like the bioshock river thing and that's yeah. that's beautiful and awesome uh-huh. and great 
but the scale of that game when it opens up and then when you're in the flying car yeah that sequence to me like might win best visuals but it was completely ruined for me by the talking that was going on well that's (laughs) that's right that's visuals this is you play the game oh i get that but like i just didn't have that this is stunning moment because i was cringing out of my mind I mean, yeah, I mean, I think that was the, that's the unfortunate thing with Atomic Car is that you go into like these buildings even and you like kind of marvel at things and then you can push my button and you're like, (laughs) but I I mean, I mean, I think she said way worse things than push my button. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But like, I also just want to like shout out, like, I think the stunning thing about Atomic Heart for me was also just this weird, it was the marriage of futuristic with traditional Russian art. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I know it confused a lot of people. Like, I see, seem to remember, like, Skillop was really bothered by it. He's like, yeah. they, there's clearly no art direction here because there's wood houses next to fences. I'm like, no, this is how Russia would actually do things. Like, <laughs> yeah. this makes total sense. Um, yeah. And so I, I really liked kind of just that folklore, like Russian for- folklore mixed in with this futuristic kind of, not really quite cyberpunk, but like, yeah, Bioshock kind of. Like a lot of Art Deco vibe. vibes yeah. too, oh, yeah. which yeah. I'm now yeah. I'm like, I'm like, oh, Zoe yeah. loves Art Deco. This all yeah, makes no, sense. Yeah, no, she's hard yeah. for that because the Bioshock inspirations are like. I mean, you're supposed to literally, be hard for Atomic they, Heart. They literally just name drop yeah. Bioshock like 20 times in Atomic yeah, Heart. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, they did. It was, it was too hard. Because yeah. at the yeah. beginning, you're really close. Like, you're like, oh my God, it's Bioshock. I figured it out. And then they just say Bioshock right. like 30 times. Like, we, no, no, no. We got we got it. We're gamers. We got it. They like yeah. name drop Would You Kindly. It's yeah. just like. Everything. Yeah, it's it's a lot. But that's also not best visuals. It's really it's really a lot. But it's it's just um really unique, too. Honestly, does the copious amounts of softcore porn like increase? I think that only increases it. I mean, all of the rule 34 for the twins that I consumed in that month of (laughs) atomic art was you know, it does it does influence. She's a consumer, (laughs) (laughs) big consumer energy. The the red polymer scene where they both like hold each other's hands and do something like with each other, like Mm -hmm. just gets me off every time. Mm -hmm. They just do do something, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Um, Where they reach inside of each other, yeah, exactly. That's pretty standard. That's just a Tuesday at this point. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that was all just in the game. I guess with Atomic Heart, maybe you could argue that it doesn't have the same like level of consistency throughout the whole game. Well, so yeah, okay, continue. Sorry, no, that's all I had. Go oh. ahead. <laughs> well, so I was gonna say that was gonna be my argument for why it's not the best, though. Yeah. Because as visually stunning as it is in places, I do think. Things like boss designs were just surprisingly mundane in that game where it's like you face circular robot and now you face square robot and you're like, damn. And one of them is supposed (laughs) to be more complicated than the other. Like, obviously the final boss being the twins is like a saga all in itself. That's fitting for a final boss, but I thought all the intermediary bosses were like so-so. And I think also it's... It, it, it does get old after a while to the point where I th- I do think as I was playing, the visuals kind of got lost on me the more I played, um, especially once you got into the open world and you just see how much is like repeated. That's what yeah, I was thinking is like the open world really falls shit, apart, yeah. but the set pieces are incredible. Are incredible. Right. Like remember that room again, it's like somewhat early on. There's like the room with all the like, like, t- like pneumatic tube things or like tube in the mm. wall. It's like a collection room, but it's just, fucking huge no the scale's amazing the scale of that game is just wild 
yeah. and the lighting is really like the whole the way they put it like yeah. there's clearly just a lot of art direction right in the set pieces but then yeah. it's not in every part of the game whereas like i would argue stray every single tiny part of that game is like completely put Stray together is like masterpiece and that's like, why i would put it over astonishing. cyberpunk yeah because well, so- cyberpunk suffers from that open world thing too where like the open world in cyberpunk is beautiful but because it's so big it's not as curated the whole way through where like everything that you look at in stray is just stunning and then sometimes there's t posing which kind of takes you out of it a little yeah there's, sometimes wait in stray in, in cyberpunk oh i was like yeah well imagine just one t pose in fucking stray yeah it's like, like what the fuck? <laughs> oh fucking it's the cat i was thinking oh, the robot yeah. the cat is the so cat much better posing is that that would be amazing but before we leave atomic heart though i want to say mm-hmm. one thing about it though which is just that you know it has its ups and its downs we've talked about that but it's like how do i put it it's like it reminds me of an older generation of games where people were more willing to like try weird mashups and like cool stuff Mm -hmm. like that and i love that so much Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. like to sit there and to be like is it the best or is it not it's like i don't know but i want more of it right do you know what i mean yeah more of its style and more of the the creativity that went into mashing these the things minds up. that made that game we want them to go again right mm. yeah yeah, yeah. And I more also people to copy. Out, like the dream world in there is just bonkers you're yeah. like Candyland. you play you're you're a cat something suddenly you're playing straight in atomic heart all of a sudden and you don't <laughs> yeah. know why and you're collecting weird little pieces of candy or apples and you don't know why but like the area around that is very creative it's very dr seuss like um hmm. And yeah, so I, I agree with you, McCoy. It's just like, I want more just bonkers off the walls ideas like that in games. That'd be great. And there's a real testament to it's lasted this long on our list. Like we really, really like it. Mm-hmm. My, my question is, does it make top two? Do you think? Or... I don't think it makes top two. All right. Then maybe we cut it now. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're at okay. the point of cutting stuff to make a top two. Yeah, we so. are. Yep. Yeah. I think we have our top two right, solidified like, at this point. Because, like, yeah. I have Dredge still on my list, but we I don't do have too. Dredge still on our list. No. Dredge is, yeah. Dredge is a beautiful game. It really, it nails the kind of simple indie art aesthetic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it, it, it does it and... masterfully. Yeah. But also it's simple indie art. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know that... Like, I don't want to say that that couldn't win, but I think yeah. it really is just a matter of, like... Yeah, I, I guess Stray is... I don't know. Like, like, better? It just yes. is? Right. Like, it just and is. So it is, just is. so is Phantom Liberty, too. Well, because yeah. Stray is... Like, Gree is sort of simple indie art, but it's just, like, I don't know. Just like, a little... Like, just better. It's just better. You know it's, what I it's mean? It's elevated like, in some sort that. of way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then... Sorry. <laughs> that was a great i was doing my like was a great visual thing of the oh, okay. <laughs> no it's very dave the diver and it's very wind down and we should play a little bit but the thing is okay wait so stray though is a really interesting okay actually both of these so right okay we're crossing crash yeah right yes, okay yep. um so yeah if you're following around, around at home now it is now the discussion about cyberpunk phantom liberty over stray or stray over phantom liberty right mm-hmm. and both of these in their own way are like if if Dead Space was like nearly the best technical that could exist so far, and it had some good art design, honestly, and was quite nice, like, like Stray and Cyberpunk both have some equivalent of that level of technology and also just like 
I would say just better and more better, style yeah. that comes through mm-hmm. too. And the the marriage of those concepts as in technical and art design, which you see in Stray, but you also see in Cyberpunk just in a different flavor. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like, I don't want to say like, that's what we come here for as gamers that we hope that like, it's what we come for. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, well, cause I, yeah. okay. So like everybody got really like, especially in high school plus, it was really trendy in all the like, you know, reviewers podcasts or whatever to like be very into indie games. That was like the trendy thing for everyone to do. And I love indie games like everybody else who is reasonable at all. If, cause you all you need to do is find the right one and the find right ones. And we found so many, but I love AAA games, truthfully. I know you might not think that based on what I say so much, but the reason why is because when you can do what these motherfuckers are doing, yeah, it's unbelievable mm-hmm. the worlds you can create. Mm-hmm. Is but, straight AAA? Yeah, I, I was going to say, straight is not AAA. I think AAA. it is. I think it's basically, I, I think that's like the double A. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it's double A. I believe the people, though, used to work in the triple A game space. Yeah, and, then, and they, I mean, they had so the back of like Microsoft or some shit. But right? also, triple A has been confused as well because triple A yeah. is now like quadruple A or like five A's. Yeah, well, what's A's? that bullshit game studio? Like, we're the first quadruple A game studio. Who remember? We don't have to get into it now, but they made Starfield. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's just like, dude, like, you do not actually see that many games that have what these two come with yeah which is yeah. that hybrid of like an actual vision style cohesiveness and the technical to back it mm-hmm. i mean it's stunning yeah like bro like on the dlc for cyberpunk when you're looking at the fucking market and you're looking at the signs like outside the market you're like oh my god like mm-hmm. and it's such an oppressive vibe mm-hmm. and game the whole way through um it's amazing but so then how do how do we compare these two what what how do we do this you know what i mean right they're they're very similar and yet so very and different. so very different. <laughs> yeah, because... So, I think... Here's my thing. I think... I think I want to put Stray over Phantom Liberty. I'm kind of feeling but that yeah. too. Yeah. And yeah. I do think it's because... No, it might be a cheap way to also, like... I don't know. Grade this at the same time. Because they, they both have very similar features they have the neon signs they Mm -hmm. have kind of this futuristic look to them they do both worlds have a lot of detail to them like we're saying the the black market and phantom liberty you walk in there you can just stand there and look around and you're seeing people like sitting on beams and you see the just the just the gun vendor alone named harold yeah Um, like that that freaked me out (laughs) (laughs) but like his like his character design alone is fascinating Mm -hmm. i think i was honestly staring at him for a long time just being like holy shit um that being said i think stray is similar and yet elevated because they let you just climb all over the place and marvel at it from different Mm. angles in ways that cyberpunk can't necessarily like cyberpunk definitely curates its visuals to be able to be seen from the ground in some ways um but stray i think the beautiful part about it is that you can continue to climb up buildings and you climb outside of windows and Every single vantage point just offers something new to see and look at. You can peek into apartments, and each apartment is just so well-designed. They kind of have their own little stories within them that and th- that you can go in and explore and be a cat and knock things around. Um, and it's also just like, I don't know, it's just like a nice place to chill out at the same time. Like sitting in a bar 
mm-hmm. and knocking pool balls around but like the characters in there and the design around it is just so peaceful yeah and yeah. interesting can i add to that mm-hmm. yeah okay yes and um it's so, so funny one of my old bosses taught <laughs> me that's you. the only thing you should say in meetings never say but always say and um <laughs> but but damn it um <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, like, okay, I think I want to add into that element, which agrees with that sentiment. It's just that cyberpunk is amazing, but... And and I'm not going to be the first guy on the list that, like, talks about, like, glitches and and stuff like that. But I, I think at some point there is a comparison between these where Stray was flawless. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was literally the smoothest experience ever. And yeah. it just allowed you to be in it. Sounded like a cell phone. Um, and that and and Cyberpunk didn't have that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cyberpunk has, like, I think they have their like set pieces, and yet the traveling between one set piece to another, like their set pieces alone, are gorgeous. Like I can think about that building that is Hanson's face in Dogtown. That like you don't quite know it's Hanson's face unless you look at it from a different angle, and you're like, oh fuck, that's a guy's face, and that's where he lives. Mm-hmm. Like that's fantastic. And yet the journey, like, to go from, like, I don't know, the apartment building to Hanson's place, like, it's it's cool. It feels Dogtown-like. But, like, is it as stunning as when you are a cat in Stray and you're traveling from one end of town to the other? It doesn't yeah, have that, in that quite cart the, thing. Oh, my God. Yes. And you're going down Any chase sequence. Yes. Every yeah. moment of Stray. But even Stray just going through up. back yeah. alleys. Yeah. Like, yeah. even just the... I would say it's the starting area. It's like the very first like city you're in where you have to talk to like the people who are like the back to the future robots or whatever, mm-hmm. like modeled after the people from back to the future. But like just exploring that area alone, like yeah. I kept on going down an alley expecting it to like start looking like, oh, I'm not supposed to be here because like it looks mundane. But like every single nook and cranny of that place was just like phenomenal to be in and look at and marvel and just like and at the same time it's just such a cohesive piece to like tell you where to go like i, I just yeah. think that's stunning yeah, yeah i was gonna shout yeah. that out for straight like they also the way that at the beginning of the game they use the signs to show you where you're supposed to go is so and color and yeah yeah like yeah yeah exactly color and light and then these little signs is so like tastefully done it's so in world done and there is such minimal there is essentially no ui in that game right like you just right. are minimal. in the world very very minimal yeah. um yeah and it's that's so well done versus like cyberpunk has some also has amazing set piece moments like the big party that you go to mm-hmm. when what's her face the singer performs oh yeah yep that's that party's incredible incredible it's yeah. really wild it's really cool that party is just like just i know but like there's nothing in starfield that has even one tenth of that creativity yeah just you mean the astral round lounged in yeah what about the, what about the dancers with the weird blobs okay, on wait, their there heads? was one part of starfield that did it was that city. ship that i went on and then Light i killed everybody and went over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that is yeah. so the collector. Yeah. i want to yeah. add yeah. one little thing of like one of the hairs to split that puts stray over the edge for me Hell which yeah. is that stray never locks you in an elevator and then shows you <laughs> porn <laughs> 
<laughs> oh well, so Wait, like so that, I that think makes that it goes second. the other way. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I was gonna say that, that that's that's that wins for me. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's, that's <laughs> all right. So Cyberpunk DLC winner this year and straight no. Sorry, exactly. Go ahead. Yeah, that that's Sorry, it. So you basically. said porn, we all became children. Basically. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like fun. like that is something that Cyberpunk does, and it's very in world and cohesive, mm-hmm. and also aggressive and like not. I don't know. Not what you wanted. Yeah, not, ne- ne- not all the time. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. like you wouldn't consider those best visuals. Boobs. The thing is, the thing is, <laughs> it is. Um, I will just say, like, it is. How do I put this? Not tasteful porn. No. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? It's supposed to be. I mean, that's right. No, it's not. Like, no, I agree, it's, but like, it's, it's incredible, world, and like... it, it really fits, and it's not tasteful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will say some of the ending sequences of Phantom Liberty, like the very oh, ending yeah. sequences, are visually stunning like the one with the where you go and Spoiler. spoilers when we spoiled it at the beginning like where you go and get songbird in the ending where she's plugged herself in oh and God. she's in that like pi- giant yeah. pipes and red and like that is visually yeah. really stunning mm-hmm. on the level of like an atomic heart scene or like a stray moment and you mm-hmm. know conversely with an, with another end with the other ending to that where you betray reed instead like i thought it was visually stunning when you bring the black wall in for the first time and uh you're reaching your hand out and then you just close your fist and people just die around you that also had one of like the most visceral kind of like darkest dungeon-esque like i remember playing that sequence because that was the first ending that i chose and like you do that and you just like feel like you have just Kill in a and it's a horrible, horrifying way. Horrible yeah, death. Exactly. And I remember yes. sitting there being like, I really don't want to click that button again. And the game makes you do it so many times. It doesn't have Absolutely. best visuals, but that was a really And then in right. classic cyberpunk yeah. fashion, it's like a thousand people you have to kill. So then right. you're just merciless it kill. It's yeah. Um I, but yeah, like so yeah, the, the set pieces to Cyberpunk hands down, yeah. I think we could say just masterfully done. Po- the poker scene, the, the party yeah. scene, yeah. the black wall, the we see you or i see you yeah um like a <laughs> section of that like i th- i think amazing well because to me i'm like because i'm putting cyberpunk second like that does not no like say any ill or like yeah i think it's just it just goes to show just how masterfully if anything it just shows how masterful stray is with its visuals and its design that like I can look at cyberpunk and marvel at it and feel powerful and it makes me feel all sorts of ways and I cry myself to sleep at night thinking about it but like I don't know and the fact that strays above that means something hell yeah yeah I also think I would like to now get on my yearly soapbox and just beat a, a dead horse basically and say like this is why like those smaller games like the more curated games yeah. are no, just no. better than yeah. like a lot of the big open world stuff like that's where cyberpunk cyberpunk it's not it doesn't fall apart because that game is really like i'm not well, saying it falls apart no no, no but, but like, where it loses this little mini battle that we have constructed for two games that came out in different years like where it loses because it's a big it's a really big open world game and well, some so, of those places just don't get as much love as where the stray development team could spend that same amount of time just looking at like every tiny corner and making that game perfect and like i think every year we just need to shout out that like that 20,000 planets though yeah, yeah. Exactly. God. <laughs> oh my god no it's a it's a it's a it's a spectrum or a continuum or something and it's about like how you balance it mm-hmm. whereas like cyberpunk 
originally right had this problem much larger because yeah. it, it itself was much larger and by the way that world that they created is fucking amazing and yeah. for them to not make to, you know people are like oh, they reused assets i'm like reuse that fucking asset would you like reuse <laughs> yeah. that fucking asset you and spent more how much on it. that asset yeah, that's use the best it. asset mm-hmm. use it again but like that was really like the big and had that problem the most mm-hmm. and then this dlc was them tightening it up trying to go towards what you're talking about and it really did tighten it up in so many different ways and it allowed so many different like impactful moments and even dogtown being smaller allowed even better i would say drive between yeah but you're saying like better side quests better like, side quests yes. everything mm-hmm. could be more tightly reined in i think because of that limited area and that was a huge improvement and that's exactly to what you're yeah. saying and then you're saying like but stray though it was even they more. did it even and more. i just want to say bethesda rein it the fucking deal <laughs> bethesda wants people to play their games infinitely and it's like but the world that you are creating for them to play infinitely is like the saddest most like i just like how we'll get into that i I said the 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 magic word so we all agree yeah stray one yeah so my question is do we just roll straight into atmosphere right now or do people need to take a break because i mean the, the gears are going right now we are we're thinking about it i'm See, good i'm good to go i'm good to go yeah yeah i'm totally good to go and you i don't need to go to the bathroom to at all all right why doesn't um, why don't we take a quick break how about this how about this how about this you got just do some quick crossing while i no is that no, crazy that no, that's crazy yeah because yeah, 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 yeah. like, we're gonna come sorry. back and we're gonna be yeah. like so stray's gone we've crossed off dredge we've crossed off right all right all right all right bye see you great choice and we're back. We're back. <sighs> Just a short little break. Short little break. The the, yeah. the wheels are turning. The inspiration has struck. Allegedly. And we're ready to talk best atmosphere. We are. This is the new category this year. And the tagline is games that give off good or not so good feels. Yeah. So we're not instantly cutting Burnhouse Lane this time because. We are not. Right. That whole vibe really works together to make you feel like shit we thought about yeah. quitting the so, podcast yeah exactly we really yeah. did we thought about we reconsidered everything so what are we immediately cutting yeah, castle crashers yeah yeah well i like the atmosphere of castle crashers yeah, but yeah. i don't know if it's the we best gotta cut something and i understand castle crashers was really fun it's like a fun game to play with your friends it does not have the best atmosphere of this year yeah and then we're cutting starfield yeah. Oh yeah, great. Yeah. And yeah. and I want to specifically cut Starfield before Fallout Three because even though that game is so much older, it has way better atmosphere. Way better. Way atmosphere. better. Yeah. Atmosphere. But then wait, better uh, intrigue. Yeah. Yeah, let's follow that up with cutting Fallout. Yeah, we totally. Yeah. Yeah. Then we, then we cut Fallout Three though. And I and, and maybe Elden Ring seamless cop. Unless you're talking about the atmosphere, like the atmosphere is like the friend fives, but that's bullshit. And stop doing that. Because okay. friendship yeah. always wins. Yes. Yeah. 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 Friendship. Wins. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we cut that. It's yeah. sad, but it's not it's the not game. It's the seamless cop. Are we keeping adios? I think okay, so should. Audios' atmosphere is is kind of what it is. Yeah. But that doesn't again, like it's it's not gonna win this. Okay, this let's, category, let's, but... let's cut dead cells then. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sure. It's quite a vibe. And like I love like the sort of like it keeps you going, sort of momentum to the music and the runs and, and yeah. really just good. all of the sound direction in that game is really good. Yeah. Like yeah, the shrink, 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 like yeah, of, yeah, of, yeah. of cutting stuff with a sword and all these things. It's great. But it's not gonna win. Yeah, this. like I think we say it's um, good. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Ah, oh, fuck. This Dead is, Space is really atmospheric, hard. but is it like it? It is, in fact, really good. But I want to keep it 
longer than some of these others mm, okay. that are on here. Let's cut okay, so what are what are some of these others that so, are on here? So Pale Beyond. I was thinking the same Interesting. thing. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. And I, I think Zoe and I like that game the most. Yep. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's got a good atmosphere. It's, you know, but it's not anything extraordinary. It's okay. one of the atmospheres of this year. Yeah. <laughs> I just think, like, looking at our list, we played a lot of games with good atmosphere. We like, yeah. we, like we, we like, we fancy ourselves. Fuck, we lived together for too much, too much time. I know. And we both, like, choked the sentence, too. <laughs> well, we both heard the other person saying yeah, it, it was at really the exact hard. same time, and we tried to let the other person do it, and then no one said it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what was the sentence? We fancy ourselves an atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, fancy ourselves a good atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, whoa. Like, the atmospheres for all these are, like, pretty intense. Maybe we do cut audios yeah. just in the sense of, like, it's really good, but also, like, I don't know if it's going to contend yeah. right. my dogs. Yeah. So, my what argument... we have left is oh, Burnhouse yeah. Lane, Dead Space, Atomic Heart, Case of the Golden Idol, Stray, Darkest Dungeon 2, Cyberpunk 2077 2, and Phantom Liberty, Soma, and Dredge. So, I actually want to argue for cutting atomic heart that's where i was looking also interesting wow so i think visually great atmosphere though very disjointed and uncomfortable (laughs) (laughs) like it like the people talking during the fucking flying scene yeah people talking to the uh flying scene or like whenever you like trigger any dialogue and do so much as walk like a foot to the left like it gets interrupted by something also just yeah, the scenes themselves, I, I think there's just not a lot of it. I don't know. Going from one place to another, it wasn't very coherent. It was like all over the place. Mm-hmm. You're horny. You're in danger. You're a tough guy. You're horny um, again. You're horny. That's again. just my daily life. Uh-huh. Yeah, that is described. literally Elena's experience. <laughs> I don't know. Like to me, it's just it, it is. She's tonal... like disjointed. That's my life. <laughs> I think Atomic Heart is the definition of like tonal whiplash. Yeah, yeah. I do and remember just, that. Like straight I... up running over each other. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we're just running over each other. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. We were just demonstrating. Yeah. So like I I'm comfortable with cutting. I I I think this is where Atomic Heart lies. I also was. I think we could maybe cut the case of the Golden Idol. Yeah. I don't know if that game yeah. screams atmosphere to me. I loved its atmosphere actually, and we—it was one of the original candle games where we started to innovate that mm-hmm. tactic. Where it was before we had this TV, but so the other one was like really bright. In, Can in you quickly describe the candle tactic? Yeah, so the candle tactic is you buy these fucking things from Yankee Candle <laughs> that are like these sunset replicating sort of candle holders with yeah. this nice We're not sponsored, diffusion. but we'd like to be. <laughs> no, and in fact. It's Yankee Candle, right? Yeah, it's Yankee Candle. Yeah, and in fact, they really suck at shipping them to you. But like, once you get them, mostly not broken, it's like yeah. a dozen of eggs. Like you, you know, like you're gonna lose yeah. some yeah, along yeah, the way. Yeah. Um, they just diffuse the light into this beautiful orange yellow sunset. And so what we do is we turn off all the lights in the house, and then we turn the TV down as much as possible, and then turn the yeah the brightness down as much as possible, and then the contrast down as much as possible to sort of just like chill it out. Um. And then we'd put candles on each sides of it um, before we recognized that that was ruining the speaker quality. But um, we'd sit them there. And uh, it's just a really pleasant, interesting, cool vibe. And specifically for an old-timey, old-school game like that, really, really To fitting. wind down before mm-hmm. going to bed. Thank you. And look, yes. yeah, like the candle yes. vibes might be the actual best atmosphere of the year. Oh, dude. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Listening sessions and or Dave the Diver and or whatever wind-down game. Liza P. Liza, oh, 
Don't worry, we're gonna get to it later. Um, can we? How do we show them Liza I'm, P? Is that even possible? I'm, can spoiler we just... I am gonna give it my personal award. I got you covered. Yeah, but how can we show them? That's how we tell them. Oh, well, Anyways, we, not important. That's we'll not think about that right later. Now. Um, <laughs> this entire trip has just been like, how do I just give small bite size barely the same as what they actually were experiences to people? <laughs> and they just go, mm -hmm. nice. And um, that's my life. So, okay. But, it, but uh, sorry, back to the case of the Golden Idol. After that meandering atmospheric walk through our setup. I, I just, something about, I don't know if that game is the atmosphere it's about the atmosphere that you yourself create yeah. not what the game creates mm, but and it like, fits it really nice it does add to it but i understand and you can say the game pushes you in you know it, you have to have the game to create the atmosphere but i just especially compared to the, a lot of the other stuff on this list to me the case of the golden idol does not right. really even like fit this category exactly so so okay mm. so i feel like i've been trying to understand like how this game keeps getting owned in all these categories and i guess it's just because it's it sings louder than the sum of its parts. Like it together with all of its pieces. So right. what you were saying, oh God, like yeah. it's just above. Yeah. And as a result, we are just experiencing it being below in all these categories. It is this year's inscription, you know? No, but inscription. There's too many games for me to launch <laughs> before you guys leave. But we have to <laughs> inscription is such a fucking vibe, dude. Yeah. It is so No, powerful. I mean this category well, this exists. Is, this category this exists is, because inscription Okay, right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Lost. I see yeah. what you're saying. Yes, um, I see what you're saying. But okay. yeah, the case of Corona doesn't quite go here. Sure. Mm -hmm. Sure. Sure, 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 sure. Okay. Now I think we have hard stuff. Yeah. Yes. Now we have Burnhouse Lane, Dead Space, Stray, Darkest Dungeon, Cyberpunk, Soma, and Dredge. Like those yeah, all have they, atmosphere. They're heavy hitters. I do want to say I think this is where Dead Space lies. Yeah. Lies. Like gets as crossed dead? out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like like great atmosphere i think like the the perfect tone for what that game is going for however there are other games on this list soma that do it better yeah i don't disagree with that mm -hmm. um that sounds like a cell phone it's probably mine um Steady. Wow, we've really. Steady. Wow, really all right. You, you completely lost mental. I think we're cutting Dead Space. I think that's what we're. <laughs> no, saying. I accept that. Uh, yeah. You know, the thing about Dead Space to me is just that I really, really, really liked it. Um, but it's just not the best. Yeah, yeah. it's just not the best. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right. So if you're following along right now, our remaining games that we have on here are Burnhouse <laughs> Lane, Stray, Darkest Dungeon Two, Cyberpunk 2.0, Phantom Liberty soma and dredge so this is ones where like darkest dungeons hitting harder this is ones where like burnout's lane is hitting, hitting harder soma's yeah. hitting harder mm -hmm. yeah dredge i think now harder. it's hard i would say yeah but it's not like stray doesn't have amazing atmosphere and it's not like cyberpunk doesn't have amazing atmosphere actually maybe cyberpunk doesn't have amazing atmosphere because it's just like there's too much jank in the way still it's not even or... jank uh, we're past the days where cyberpunk was jank Know, you're not man. even getting that many phone calls anymore no you're still getting some but i don't know that it has a ton of atmosphere like something like darkest dungeon or stray maybe it's because yeah it's like an open world and you're kind of like running around picking up stuff up like you're looting you're like it's just like too disjointed of an experience i was, I was gonna it? say the, the atmosphere comes in waves because it right. comes with the so with the set pieces it like for instance like i think <laughs> sorry it's just it's just you hear the popping in the back now 
Okay, I'm. I we're good. We're Sorry. good. It's thrown. It's done. <laughs> okay. But I'm just saying, like the the set pieces in Cyberpunk have, I think, phenomenal atmosphere in themselves. Like when you're seeing Mr. Hands for the first time in that kind of atmospheric, like club scene where you go up the elevator and you see him for the first time, and he's in his mm. like, you know, his mob den essentially. When you meet Kurt Hansen for the first time, or even when you're about to do the final heist and like having drinks with him, like all of those are atmospheric as fuck. They are. I would say they are. Like. I felt completely engrossed in like my own style of RP in just what the game was offering me, I think, for that. Do you remember when they kill the fucking twins? Right. Like out the car? Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, fuck. Like it just hits like right there. Right. And even just walking in Dogtown for the first time, I think, was really atmospheric when you go into that black market and there's just this like heavy bass rap music just pumping in the back and you're like oh shit this these are heavy hitting guys yeah i want to keep it on longer i think yeah mm-hmm. i think you're right though like the the story beats are yeah. super atmospheric the open world maybe less so but yeah right. this, yeah i see what you mean what would you instead put up mm, that's tough. on the chopping block mm-hmm. yeah i think this is where Darkest Dungeon 2. I kind of get that. No. I get it. Really? Well, so here's the thing, right? It's so good. And these are all so good. And this is where Darkest Dungeon 2 is like at its absolute strongest. And yet, for some reason, it feels like the second slice of pizza. Yeah. It's not as good as the first. Yeah. But it's not because it's not as good as the first. It's rather just because you had the first already. Is that unfair? There are some people that are going to hate us for this, and they're right in their own uh, mind. Well, I mean, because the atmosphere have... that they enjoyed out of this game this year is insane. I guess it's like I don't have anything else that I would cut, so maybe I, we just have to go along with it. But like, <laughs> Darkest Dungeon is such a vibe. It is. Mm-hmm. Th- that's the thing. It, it completely is. I mean, it won my best soundtrack of the year because of it. Just feels yeah. atmospheric as hell. Like even just going up to the mountain when you're on that final stretch of the mountain, and you just hear that like guitar in the background, like, and you're like oh fuck we're going <laughs> like we're gonna no one can say what horrors lie beyond us i'm like fucking like just doing narrator voices in my own head when i'm like washing dishes where i'm just like pick up this glass give it no quarter or something yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give the stains no quarter exactly but like the smoothies like dried in there and you're like i will have to go to battle <laughs> like, right. yeah I guess some things did take away from a little bit, like the cart riding, driving minigame thing. Mm-hmm. Like that was, it's you know, that kind of took us out a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's such a vibe. But it's yeah, such a vibe. At the same time, like I don't know what else I would get erased from this list. So I think you could. I'm probably wrong for this, but like, is this where Stray is weaker? No. No. I don't think so. I, I'm thinking Stray is weaker than some of other contenders on here. Like, I do think its time is nigh. Wow. What about Burnhouse Lane? It's really good atmosphere. So, this is the thing. Yeah. Right. Burnhouse Lane, it doesn't win best visuals, but I think when you talk atmosphere, it's the visuals paired up with the sound design that ultimately create a feeling. Yep. And we felt some feelings viscerally. But also, hear me out about this. Burnhouse Lane almost made us quit the game. Yeah. 
Soma did make us quit the game. <laughs> you know what? So Soma's number one and Burnhouse is number two, and that's just the end of the game. The best atmosphere is just shit that we <laughs> that we can't handle. Yeah. No, I'm just my my argument is saying that Soma has is higher on the list than Burnhouse Lane. Well, I'm not yeah. saying that it's number one and number two. I'm just saying that Soma beats it in that regard. <laughs> Because all I'm thinking, I'm sorry, I'm going back to Burnhouse Lane. All I'm mm. thinking is when you were in Burnhouse Lane, that cat and what the cat sounds like in mm-hmm. your ears. Mm-hmm. He has like the bassiest tone. He's purring as he does it. You kind of feel tingles on the back of your neck, like listening to him. Mm. And the setting that he's saying it in just feels very like oppressive and hellish. And he sounds oppressive and hellish. And I just think like that is isn't that what atmosphere is all about? It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah, what I remember is some all other about. ones from that, like the when you're in the forest with the serial killer, mm-hmm. like yes. that is mm-hmm. some atmosphere. I was watching back on the playthrough, and you just hear the spatial audio of him just like <laughs> like going yes. across the yes across your ears. Yeah, I, I mean that was scary as fuck. I will <laughs> say like. One of the things I've been using to quote like tune those headphones is the Burnhouse Lane, not necessarily our playthrough because we we talk, <laughs> but <laughs> but a no, a no commentary one. And I will say the first time I listened to it in a while, it was like I had like an acid flashback or something. Like I just got like locked into place and was like, oh my god, yes, I remember this, and it terrified me. And I sat there completely still and just watched the intro for like twenty minutes. It's terrifying, truly. And so that's a lot. I mean, that's something here. Mm-hmm. It, it's just a matter of like, we, we have the stuff that we like versus the stuff that we appreciate the not liking of or something. Well, okay, but I I do think it's worth saying like that one particular scene in Burnhouse Lane Ugh. with the adrenaline shot was so bad. I mean, it was so, so I don't, but I don't know viscerally if you can say awful. it's well done. Yeah. It was viscerally awful. It was viscerally awful. awful. I mean, it was so horrific and yeah. so overwhelming and so like all encompassing that like, I think James dissociated. Yeah. McCoy left the room. I had to run. Yeah. And I was, Zoe and I were like, okay, you can do this. Like, I think we have to, and we had to do it so many times and it was so, yeah. it was so awful that it, and like the puzzle was, just fucking sucked The puzzle too. sucked, but like the balance was tipped in too far kind of like parts of soma were for so peeps for some people like i actually don't think that that's like a good bad atmosphere where like like the the serial killer forest scene was like so well done like hit that perfect balance like that one particular scene the adrenaline one was so it was it was too much Mm -hmm. i think and so like i do think that's a hit against burnhouse lane but i think the rest of the game is like and I even think that part is very atmospheric. It's just like the, you know what I mean? Like we do have, yeah. I think you have to knock it for that. Mm-hmm. None of us could stand that. It was one of the worst gaming experiences of our entire lives. Yeah, yeah, it was awful. It's so interesting because like with those artistic games, like you would theoretically take an edible to up the balance if you can handle it, like more intensely towards like the vibe. You would just add extra flavor and extra color and extra depth on top of things and we did that for this and it just blew us so far over the edge that it was terrifying and horrible at least for me Mm -hmm. and like i typically can handle that sort of stuff i mean allegedly and it was just unreal (laughs) like like what and i think it is amazing that you can do that like it is amazing but like you i I, yeah Yeah. i don't know i see what you're saying i see what you're saying for sure but Mm -hmm. i 
I don't, I still don't think we're going to cut it for that yet. Mm-hmm. Probably. I don't, right? That game, outside of that, though, was such a comforting and wonderful thing for us to sink into every time we played it and to like come back into no well You're sorry you said the word comforting and i can't get past it with that game because it, it's not a comforting game but i know what you mean for us that but... for the group it was a yeah. very powerful experience mm-hmm. yeah 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 interesting interesting this is getting really tough like this is actually hard people mm-hmm. um because like even dredge is a fucking nice vibe yeah i i mean dredge the the vibe of dredge is like so beautiful um that i don't know like i i would keep coming back to playing it like we would get off a halo session and i would just like pop on dredge and calm down way too long and it does like like so i didn't play dredge i saw i saw some of it and i but i also listened to that podcast like to me like listening to the podcast it seems like one of the things you loved the most about that game was the atmosphere of the game yeah Mm -hmm. um but like that game it is its atmosphere yeah mm-hmm. oh man this is really tough you guys i actually don't necessarily know where to go okay i, mean, I think i think it's darkest dungeon i i've come around now that we've talked about like other games a little bit more mm-hmm. like darkest dungeon is such it's one of my favorite vibes like in just in general but it still doesn't compete with these other ones i think okay let me add let me say oh sorry well and i was gonna say and i i would also i think this is where cyberpunk interesting lies i think so too interesting okay okay like i i because i think it just comes down to like there is a vibe to cyberpunk but is it like out of these remaining heavy hitters like is it like the ultimate vibe like is it the ultimate atmosphere like no there there are some strong strong ass points in that game atmospherically have you guys thought about this outcome like what if we walk away stray dredge and then we just say fuck you you evil demonic games you (laughs) you will not are we seriously gonna do soma like that Okay, I was just thinking about Soma. It's another I demonic think game. <laughs> that we might do Soma like that. I, yeah. I think that the straight... Well... I don't know. Soma is like narrative story. Like, we're... Mm, yeah, every time I, I start to say, I'm so, like, oh, no, it's atmosphere. So, can we cut Darkest Dungeon 2 and Cyberpunk and just say we've cut Yes, them? let's do yeah. that. Okay. All right. I think I'm okay with that. Because, okay. Because we are, like, literally, like, into the depths of, like, the hell of our minds yeah. this year. <laughs> so and... now we have the four games. Yeah. yeah. The two demonic games, yeah. Burnhouse Lane and Soma. And Versus. the two beautiful, <laughs> yeah. fun vibes, Stray and, and Dredge. Dredge. Yeah. 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 I think it's, I, I, I kind of like where McCoy's going with this. And just saying, like, look, these are incredible vibes. And we're not scary game people <laughs> like yeah. why are we yeah. rating these scary yeah. games like as the best vibes this one gave me five panic attacks it's like it's like man these are top four vibe games yeah in an incredibly stacked category yeah like they like the shout out is here now let's give it to the games that we loved playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But 
I do. Okay, I don't want to say there's something to Zoe's point about which game gave you more panic attacks, but is there not something to Zoe's point about like which game made you feel like really feel things? And no, like they that's Burnhouse Lane and Soma. And no, I here's the thing. Here's the thing. Great I, I felt a lot in Stray and Dredge, and they and it was sleeping well. It was inner peace. <laughs> it was restedness, and it was joy. Mm-hmm. Um, and there I mean, was also a bit of bittersweet and sadness. Bittersweet and, and sadness. Yeah. And Dredge was a little spooky. You know <laughs> what I mean? Guys, Which is a little no, more on our no, no, no. fucking. When you guys talked about like the ways that Dredge was spooky on the it's podcast, not fucking it spooky. was not. You were like, "This is our perfect level of spookiness." It's like it's like almost yeah. scary. It's like baby's first Halloween. <laughs> it's it's a Halloween is. party of yeah. spookiness. It's like yeah. Here's the way I see this. I see this as like Stray and Dredge are. A beautifully well put together man who opens the door for you, and you want to reward him versus the bad An boy, axe murderer. the Asterion bad boy. Oh, sorry, no, who wants I'm to hurt you? Fight now, we're fighting. And, now, what and, this, and this is why, by the way, in this model, Elena is fighting for the bad boys. You can see it <laughs> right, happening. Right. I really feel seen. She's like, how many times did he hurt you? No, for real. All right, all right. More is better. But, but Elena, did you marry the bad boy? Yeah. Or did you marry? He's my my guys were like a button up today. You're <laughs> like really, I yes, and like it's hot in a story, right? Mm-hmm. That's but, true. But we're but living in real life. life. Yeah. But these are stories. That's these are true. video games. <laughs> these are stories. These are the books that you read. Like these are the movies that you watch. Mm-hmm. This is a Quentin Tarantino film. I love that comparison, and that's beautiful. That's true. However, oh man, it's hard, right? I just vote with your dollar, Elena. She's like a stereon. (laughs) (laughs) I just think it's. Are we really gonna sell like Burnhouse Lane and Soma short like that? Well, so so which one wins of Burnhouse Lane and Soma? What what what's the list for you? I don't know. But I also didn't play Dredge, which is the other thing. Like, I mm-hmm. didn't play that game. So when I look at it, I'm like, I feel nothing. Right. But I feel things for these other games. I actually think I would still put Stray first, maybe. Mm. And then? And then I would put... Maybe Burnhouse Lane. Wow. I'm mm. not sure. I Soma's atmosphere did bother me more. Like, Burnhouse Lane had that one really horrific moment. And then the game was what it was. But Soma had, was really scary in a lot of yeah. places, and the atmosphere was good, but maybe not what drew me in most about that game. Like, I think for me, Soma was, like, the best parts of that game were, like, the conversation that we had afterwards and, like, the story and the questions it brought up, but... Burnhouse Lane is an atmospheric fucking game, it is so- and it hits a bunch of different not equally terrifying, but all horrific atmospheres within one game. Like that sequence where you're in the house with the axe murderer later, and she yeah, is like, yeah. that is horrific and very mm-hmm. atmospheric. So Stray Burnhouse Lane? What do we think about that? But you can't, it's the uh, highest I, a Mark McCallson game has ever made it in game. <laughs> Let's go. But like, but also, and deserved. I also feel like I should somewhat recuse myself because I didn't play Dredge. Mm-hmm. And so all that I've heard is like your cases for Dredge, which are very strong. And if, yeah. you know, I can't, I can't pit Dredge against Burnhouse Lane. Only you guys can, but you hated Burnhouse Lane. I hated Burnhouse Lane. This atmosphere. Yeah. Um, I don't know. 
I would put Soma above Burnhouse Lane personally. Um, because I feel like the way that Soma is so effective and scary is just perfect scary atmosphere. Mm. Like it, it, it is, it is like ten out of ten execution on scary atmosphere. On the me. other, well, maybe it's like a personal preferences thing though, because it's like. When I think about atmosphere and Soma, I think the one thing, like, it's a scary atmosphere, but I think, like, for me, the thing that, like, puts it below something like Burnhouse Lane is because of the gimmicky things to scare you. The flashing light or the bang out of nowhere. And to me, that's not atmosphere. That's just gimmicks to make you hmm. jump. And I hate that. I don't, I don't even remember those as gimmicky. Like, I, the... Yeah, like I think that think I think dead that, space, but not as much soma. Yeah, but like I think of soma as like the the kind of um it feels like it's um boxing you in emotionally. Wait, I'm back in on soma all of a sudden because I just remember like sorry, I'm like, like I'm like, like trying the to scariest, the scariest thing about soma is when the monster isn't there. And you're just like, when's it going to show up? Like, where, like, where is this going to come from? Like, is it chasing me? What's happening? And like, you're, tr you're desperately trying to get through the environment safely. And like it, that's all atmosphere to me. Like that is the epitome of building atmosphere successfully um, is like, you don't even have to do anything except like you know make some noise and you're just like fuck this you know like that to me is incredible atmosphere building like i don't enjoy it <laughs> yeah at all but it's but really it's good. incredible like i you know i want to give it its like you know metal yeah. and then never yeah. touch it again but um so you're saying like when we approach that elevator that we don't want, like when it stops, and yeah. you don't want to, you just quit for the night. You don't want right. to fucking like, go down. When I stopped thing. playing that game, it was because of a staircase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yes. Like, I just didn't want to go down the staircase because of what was going to be down there. Like, that's atmosphere to me. Yeah. So, yeah. But also, I enjoyed Dredge so much more to play yeah because of the atmosphere yeah. of just yeah. like yeah i don't know spooky joy like like mm -hmm. yeah you know it's like i don't know just lovecraftian intrigue yeah mm -hmm. not oppressive does dredge win this then over stray it could i it does for me personally mm-hmm mm. I, th I think personally for me, like it, it's a, cl it's a close two in terms of like joy that it brings, but I think dredge is above stray for me. Wow. That's also cause I like the water. Yeah. The water's amazing. And I like fish and whales. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, I so think like trying like to, is, yeah, she's like, protecting she, herself yeah. from trauma from trying Soma to distance herself like, from just the like, memories of Soma. I get it. I get it completely. I think, I think also like we, you know, we can do that. I'm like, trying could... to tease apart the like atmosphere from the visuals of stray and like stray does atmosphere really, really well. But part of that is what we just gave it 
you know yeah mm-hmm. an award for yeah but that's true but it feels like atmosphere is like where you put it all together, together. yeah for sure like and stray nails and that too stray has a fuck ton of atmosphere it's like amazing yeah but if we enjoy it dredge more yeah hmm? yeah i feel like i did is there a reason that like a burn house lane or a soma gets second Yeah. <laughs> there, like, there is there's a reason. A reason. There there's is a one. reason. Yeah, there's but a reason. But do we want to think about it right now? Maybe not. Man, this is hard. I don't know. I or think you guys think Stray, Stray? Like, Stray has such a cool, like, bustling world atmosphere it's almost in like parts a- of that game. It's almost like atmosphere is what Stray is. Yeah. Only, mm-hmm. maybe. Well, because there's, there's no, yeah. there's no uh, talking in that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, okay. So we just dredge one stray to fuck you, scary guys. We gave you your mouth service. Yeah. We gave yeah. you our trauma. Lip service. I think, I think I'm okay with ser- that. Yeah. Okay. I can accept that. Okay. okay. You didn't see that coming. <laughs> I did not. I thought Soma would win this for sure. Yeah, um, Soma hurt us all. Maybe this is just an extension of the fuck you, <laughs> fuck this game award. Like, after, yeah. you know, we're just, we're you know, it's, over. It's incredible. Like that, yeah. But mm-hmm. like, we're, we're little bitches. I get you know. It in the end yeah mm-hmm. yeah i certainly feel that way well there you have it best atmosphere wow. winner dredge runner-up stray wild wild okay Ooh. let us turn the page are we also are we gonna keep going well let, let's at least stop, let's okay, so let's stop. Can... yeah great great choice back in it all right fuck yeah we've been on a walk yes we we've fed ourselves yeah. yeah yeah some laughs were had maybe Mm. yeah somewhat <clears throat> yeah okay let's not get carried away it wasn't that 10 percent. Yeah, it was like decent <laughs> at least the, you know now the point is we need a break because our next two categories will maybe be like where we bring fire maybe 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 we're gonna find out maybe but be. first i think we've been bringing the fire we yeah, have I been think bringing so. fire yeah. actually yeah but first we have a personal award Elena, give us your personal award oh, and shit. top episodes. Um, I've never had a personal award before. I am genuinely kind of nervous because mm. I've always just been a guest on this podcast. <laughs> um, I will say it was fun. Like looking at the list this year, I was like, this is the first year I have played every game on the list. No fucking way. Except for Except Dredge. Dredge. Except for Dredge. Oh. But yeah. I had a really good excuse for that. So yeah, like, exactly. we're fine. We're fine. Right. I'm fine. Yeah, you hate boats. Um, <laughs> I do hate boats. No. Yeah. <laughs> but no, so I have decided to make my personal category... Um, the best game I watched this year because oh. traditionally I so I actually played like physically played me playing I played quite a few of these games but I am typically the watcher of the game so I watch other people play mostly it's McCoy sometimes it's other people um, and so I want to shout out the best game that I just watched someone play this year there are many contenders I watched the case of the golden idol I watched stray I watched a bunch of these um, but I'm also going to just go rogue because fuck you people. I'm a guest. You can't, well, sort of. You can't kick me off at this point, I don't think. Um, You're not a guest. Um, well, what, yeah. whatever. I'm just, going. I'm, just going. <laughs> and... I'm just going for it. And I'm also going to add two games that we didn't play for the podcast to this list because fuck I watch yeah. a lot of games. Um, so I'm adding Lies of P, oh. which is a Dark Souls clone-ish 
with its very much its own vibe. And um, Quickie Love Hotel, which <laughs> was a game that Gabe recommended to us early <clears throat> in the year. Does it count that you played some of that? Um, I played some of that, but I also watched a pretty significant part of that. No doubt. I think everybody yeah. watches a pretty I, significant part of that game. Quickie Love Hotel for the Uninitiated is a um, hentai-ish game. Yeah. There is sexual content. It is definitely 18 plus. If you are under eight, turn, turn the podcast off for a moment. Um <laughs> But there's also a hotel management sim in it. So, Mute like, you podcast. you are managing sex hotels, but you are also romancing a lot of women who are all totally fine with you having a lot of, like, it's just a whole thing. Um, I get it. And so those are two games. And I want to also give a special shout out to COD, because I watched a lot of COD this year. Mm. And I watched a lot of, in particular, Gabe playing COD this year, but also, like, Brian, and that was really fun. And I got to see what a, what it looks like to be good at video games. Um but between Lies of P and Quickie Love Hotel, which to are my top contenders, like I know the games we played the podcast this year were great. They were not as good as these two. I get um, it. Lies of P is an incredible game. Like the whole way through, it was really, really fun to play. It is shockingly good. It was the closest to Dark Souls that I feel like we've gotten since playing the actual Dark Souls games, but they aren't going to make another one of those, so... Um, it was really fun to watch play. Like, if you haven't seen it or heard of it yet, and you're at all a fan of the Dark Souls series, like, you you need to just, don't even look it up. Like, just go buy it and play it. It's so good. Zoe, we are looking at you because, like, you <laughs> need to play it. Um, yeah. The combat is really good. The story is good. Like, the atmosphere is amazing. The graphics are fucking crazy good. Um, that was just, like, a really fun... The gameplay, the fighting one. Yeah, the gameplay amazing. and the fighting, which Top I didn't... Top tier. Yeah. Like, it was fun to watch. I think that was, for me to like a really fun game to watch and realize that because we played so much Elden Ring this year like I understood combat for the first time and like I'd be like looking at it since I'd be like tail like in the <laughs> middle because I would like see attacks for the first time um that said quickie love hotel I think was the first time that McCoy watched me play a little bit of a video game and I watched him play some of the video game and he really got to appreciate my skill set in video games, which is ho- sex hotel management. I understand. That is where I shine. I understand. Um, I understand. And like, again, genuinely for the 18 plus crowd, I cannot undersell how good of a game that is. It's like, so fucking it good. is genuinely so a great good. game. The story is fantastic. Well, the story is there <laughs> and it is fine. Um, the cutscenes are pretty fucking spicy. And, but, um, it's just really fun and genuinely the hotel management if that was its own game it would be game of the year it's so good um so good but anyways i'm giving this to lies of p because lies of p you could recommend to your mom and you really can't do that with quickie love hotel i think your mom needs to grow if she can't take a recommendation of quickie love hotel (laughs) but yeah i mean it's not like they've never seen i don't know they were both really good there's no like real winner here they're both winners in my heart but um yeah, Lies of P was a fucking just amazing game that didn't get shouted on the podcast, so mm. I'm shouting it out now. Yeah, we, we kept trying to record like a side quest on it. Maybe someday we will, but... It's just really bad timing in our lives, and so yeah. that is the best game that I watched this year. Yeah, just quickly, it's on Lies of P. It's like, it's just so fucking good. That's, that's step one. It, it's, it's like, you know the dark souls series and then the bloodborne and sekiro like they have all their own unique flavors but they're all like linear like from software souls style games 
And then Elden Ring takes that formula and takes it open world, which does amazing things that we've all seen, but it also does amazing things like completely overwhelms Zoe for the first like <laughs> many, many weeks of playing mm -hmm. it, right? And there's a beauty to the linearness of that. And maybe from software will come back and make another linear game. Maybe they won't, but clearly like as they branched off into you know, those open world tape games, there was this vacuum for what if you evolved these soul series into a linear game still. And so they took stuff from Dark Souls, they took like parries from Sekiro, they took stance break even from Elden Ring, but then they took like level design from Dark Souls and they took aggression and healing from Bloodborne. And so they just, it's this beautiful hybridization of all the systems in such a way that is, I mean, it's just incredible. I mean, it's incredible. Like, it's like they, they cl so clear. It's the only. Okay. You know those fucking guys on YouTube that, like, make those series of, like, I played 10 Souls like games, so you don't fucking have to. Mm -hmm. And they play trash, 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 trash. It's like most Souls born, whatever, knockoffs are knockoffs. They feel not as good. And, mm -hmm. and there's been some really good ones in the 2D realm that, like, exist. And I fucking hate 2D, but Hollow Knight was incredible. But it's like this is a 3D one that is absolutely deserving of being in the family of those yeah, games. Yeah, I think it stands on the same level and ground as the Souls games. Mm. And, and it's, it's the first 3D one to do that. Yeah. On, in my opinion. Yeah. And also they tease at the end their next game, <clears> which <throat> I won't spoil for you actually. It's like the only thing I won't spoil on this podcast. Because <laughs> you should just go play it and you should see the teaser ending because it is so unbelievable. And write it in when you do watch it because it's hilarious. The Lies of Q? No, you gotta you gotta go <laughs> see right, it. Good, I'll tell good. you. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's so good. Um, and it's just like, I don't know. It's like, so, so, you know, the graphics, right? Oh, I will also say there's a couple other things about it that are really important. Just worth understanding from a Dark Souls gameplay standpoint is that one, the engine that it's in is, it's, this is like technical, but it's not capped at 60 FPS. They allow you to go up to so all the Dark Souls games, including Elden Ring are capped at 60, meaning that like you can have a super beefy computer and you can have a high refresh rate monitor like we all do and Elden Ring's not doing that because they're it's a very frame-based game and they decoupled that coding so you can have the most buttery smooth like 120 240 fps dark souls games and that fucking matters because it means you get extra frames when they're swinging at you to like identify what's going on and it's smoother to see their motion so you can read their attacks better so that part mm. is just fucking joyous fucking joyous um and i love that like that alone makes it in some ways just straight better than and like when you try to go back and play dark souls 3 it's like dark souls 3 is fucking dope but it's also like 60 you know what i mean like that that is it's kind of cringe in the modern day <laughs> i'm just gonna say so anyways and then quickie love hotels is fucking insane <laughs> we don't need to go into it but it is I, genuinely you guys it's so good like we, we I, might have to just play it for the podcast the I don't problem know is we to... already played it <laughs> yeah i don't That's know how to problem. communicate to like the audience out here's there. how you if do this it this is something that you think you might be into you need to play it here's the thing here's the thing we're currently playing dave the diver <laughs> i also thought about putting that on this list but like we haven't finished the game and it's it's gonna go in so quickie love hotel is like dave the diver but it's better like, it's better than Dave the Diver. Like, how the fuck is that possible? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. That's a strong recommendation. Like, yeah. you don't expect to go into your porn game and walk away being like, that's a game of the year contender. <laughs> Wait, sorry. <laughs> like, I also wanted to just say, to be clear, um, this is the first and only porn game I've ever played. This is not a genre that I am out there playing in my off time, like, by myself, like, or, or with McCoy. Like, we don't, it's not something we yet. do. Yet. 
this is not something we do. Yeah. But That's it more came of the so game strongly Brian recommended. Crowd. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> anyways. So, okay. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh, uh, top podcast episodes. I was going to say Soma, but James got to go first. So, um, <laughs> and everyone's mentioned like nine episodes just to be like super. Yeah. And we really so didn't true, record so that many different games this year. So, I'm just going to say also Soma. Nice. All right. Nice. Nice. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, we are now going to move on into our biggest surprise, which is games that exceeded or subverted our expectations hmm. and i think usually when we say biggest surprise it's predominantly in a positive light yes yeah. yeah um i know like some there's been arguments in the past about this is surprising in a bad way well that's going to be for the next category yeah. so yeah. we're going to focus on biggest surprise positively so let's go ahead and cross out starfield right <laughs> yeah, out yeah, the yeah, game because yeah, 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 yeah. that and, was not and fallout 3 is not a surprise uh, is yeah it? that was Agreed. not a surprise not a surprise maybe it's like a surprise that so we can play an open world game and not die maybe <laughs> maybe. maybe that could be her own personal surprise but yeah um i'd also like to argue were we surprised by birdhouse lane or no. was it just more r mikulski i did say biggest surprise but i think it was biggest surprise from an auditory standpoint because <laughs> yeah. no yeah. one saw that coming yeah. yeah like i did put an arrow next to it but i think it was due to ptsd yeah. Um, yeah. which you know this is biggest surprise in a positive light it's not a positive <laughs> light i guess right. i say that burnhouse lane was a surprise i mean yeah it, the point is it's more armikalski he makes fucked up games and it's he delivered up. on it yeah it's fucked up dead space yeah i don't think that's i mean it's like surprising in that like it's beautiful and that they remade it and that i, I guess it's not surprising the game's it's really not good surprising at playing it. No. Yeah. i was surprised no. that it was fun to play yeah because it was see built that. to me as a horror game and i hate scary i know that i earlier made fun of all of you for di you know ditching the scary games but um i hate scary games and hate scary things and dead space was genuinely a good time yeah. I yeah. played yeah. 20 minutes of that game and it was fun. So but no now we, do we want to cut it or no? Like we I mean, could, we could wait a minute. <clears throat> we I could cut Castle we Crashers can, first, you know. Yeah. I think Castle Crashers I think can go. I mean, mm -hmm. I I wasn't really surprised. I knew it would be a fun co-op game and it delivered a good fun co-op game. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, but also Dead Space. Yeah I, was, yeah, I would say Dead Space can go. I was surprised by Dead Souls when it came out. I'm not sure if I was surprised by it this year when we played it. I yeah. was surprised it was like a roguelike that was good, but I don't know. Frankly, like, I'd already played it this year. So to me, it, it holds like zero magic this year. And I mean, as someone who played it for the first time, like, it was talked up a lot. Um, and I think it delivered on that. I guess I wouldn't say I was surprised. I was surprised I could play it on the Switch. But I don't know if that's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can play it on the fucking phone. Right. Yeah. I agree, McCoy. I think, too, like, being in your friend group, we'd all heard about Dead Cells for sure. a while. And so I don't think that that's a surprising game for us. Darkest Dungeon 2 is a surprise. I feel like it's almost the exact opposite. It was exactly what we expected. Which is great. Yeah. 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 So not a surprise. Goodbye. Um, Pale Beyond a surprise? Maybe. Uh, Surprises? That... Uh, not to me. I uh, guess yeah. I would I would be open to arguments, but I wasn't necessarily surprised by it. I think the, like the Steam description is very much what you get for that game. Like yeah, right. its build is what it is, and it's a you know it's a cool version of that. Not surprising. Soma. 
I think this is really high on the list of surprises because of just like how much it looks the like depth. a horror game. Yeah. yeah, and then all of a sudden it's like one of the deepest fucking games we played. For sure. Yeah, I think if Completely you had told agreed. us the people who made Amnesia were going to play one of our most like thoughtful, talked about mm-hmm. like 2 a.m. Denny's games of the year, yeah, yeah. I, that would be surprising too. Yeah. I want to take Atomic Heart off of this list though. Yeah. Really? I it's going to be in the biggest disappointment. Okay. Ouch. But <laughs> I, I think it's up there in, in contender. But honestly, like I guess it's surprising from a visual standpoint, but God, it falls apart in so many ways. Like James and I, if you listen to episode three of Atomic Heart, James and I read this game to filth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I I like it kind of pains my heart a little bit, but like I, honestly, Atomic Heart wasn't surprising in a positive way. I was surprised that it existed. Yeah, and for like, sure. you know, it was yeah. one of those like if there was like a release this year where I was like, right, wow, what the fuck it, is didn't that? Didn't it also it released like with an invade? Like wasn't yeah. it like with the invasion? Yeah, of- and they had to put out their well, not 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 exactly, but like clo- after, yeah, close. yeah, and they had to write on their website like we're not affiliated. And it, I mean, the surprising that regard was maybe more of like the unease of like how is this game going to be received in right that and it did affect the reception mm-hmm. it did affect the reception it did yeah but also i don't think it really deserved to it yeah. maybe couldn't avoid that right but it wasn't really anything to do with any no. it was so unfortunate because basically it was like well it's kind of a like i don't know like russian propaganda sort of thing. well because it follows the, the soviet era right yeah. and it's if the soviets tied. had won you know but like right but like that's that's what it is, right? That's not, and so then then it's like someone can go, well, that's what it is, and it's like, no, no, no that's what it is. Like it's like then you just keep saying right. that sense and get confused. But like, yeah, right. that's what it is. But that's the fucking point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Actually, and not only that, I just want to underscore, that's a really cool concept. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a really cool concept. It was a really cool game idea. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a slightly, I'm. It might not be controversial, but slightly, I think controversial. I think that Stray was not a surprise at all to me. Ooh, I did mark that one as a surprise. I think really? Stray was mm-hmm. very surprising to me. Stray surprised Why? me because motherfuckers couldn't sell that shit at all. Yeah, because everyone just said it's a cat game. It's a but great you cat look game. at it and you're like, it's a gorgeous game where you play as a cat, and then that is factually what happens yeah but were you ready for it to be like a masterpiece it wasn't a masterpiece i thought it was (laughs) it was a gorgeous experience i wasn't ready for it to contain like a really beautiful story about humanity and the future and like like friendship like that i wasn't prepared for any of that to happen in that game i thought it was going to be more of like an art piece sort because that's who it's like a short game about cats and i think the trailers don't really they show you some of the world but they don't really show you any of like the interaction pieces or the story at all which i think is a good move on their part but wasn't um, it released by annapurna interactive mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. which yeah which again like i thought i mean obviously when you see it's an annapurna game i'm like it's probably good and everyone who i mean we played it late too it won a bunch of awards like it was a huge talking piece but i thought it was just gonna be like an art piece beautiful game where you go around as a cat and you get to meow and like knock stuff over well because yeah yeah because like you said before like that's kind of how it was like expressed online even yeah like i I remember talking in the episode but like literally all i knew about this game was what people would post on twitter which would be like look it i'm knocking over this bottle in stray and i'd be like yeah 
riveting. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, I remember having this conversation now like, where I was like, why the fuck are you like because you had respecting heard. people that just talk <laughs> yeah. about shit on Twitter. Like, I don't, don't disagree do with that, that point. No, I don't <laughs> no, disagree with that point. No, and that's a great point, you know? James, and no, we're all still. Like, but like, yeah. It's like, it's Annapurna Interactive. It's yeah. fucking gorgeous looking. Yeah. You're playing as a cat. Yeah. There's some weird robot shit going yeah. on. Like, this is going to be a great game. Listen, James, you were fucking right for sure. Yeah, you were no dying. doubt about it. The thing is that, like, <clears throat> I think everybody here has their ear to the ground in some different method. Yeah. right and you're mm-hmm. putting your pieces together like that and you were right for this right i have a really high hit rate and i got tricked yeah. and i think i've just crystallized sort of just tricked <laughs> tricked i love that we both heard that <laughs> though immediately zoe and i were like sorry and i got tricked. she said it so seriously I, where yeah. i was like is this and part of your vernacular <laughs> <laughs> i know i was also horrified <laughs> such a fire meme too no but I, i've just crystallized at least for me why and again james you're fucking yeah. you were dialed on this and you're and when you say those things that's true People describe this shit very similarly in tonality and in jovialness to, oh God, are we alive? I feel like I lost my left ear. Me too, me too. Are we alive? We're back. We're We're back. back. I feel like something over there might need a jostle. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's back. It's back. Is it? Yeah. Oh my God. All right. Hold hold people. Pause. Oh, it's such a fire point too. Oh, fuck. Is it? I feel like there's something getting like short circuited. Keep talking, keep yeah, talking, sorry, keep talking, keep, keep talking. Keep vamping, keep vamping. Yep. We're good. We're good. We're, yeah, this sounds James, better. James just didn't exist. Those were the, uh-huh. Oh yeah, no, it's Those definitely ours. It's you. It's you. It's me. I'm short circuiting. It, yeah, it's yeah. just I think it's just you. Because the rest of you guys sound okay to me. Yeah. It's yeah. just me. I'm no longer in the left ear. Well, Wait. okay, you're you're back now. Yeah, you're back. Was it this somehow? So yeah, I don't know. Or was it two cables touching or something? You're good now. Okay, I'm gonna write down the timestamp for that. Weird. All right. Um, can't see the timestamp. Ear to the <clears throat> ground. Uh, yep, I got it. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Untitled Goose Game. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? That vibe of like, oh, you're a goose and you can like knock shit over is like not that far of a vibe that I felt when people were expressing what they thought about Stray. And I fucking, I did not really like that. It's not that I didn't like the game, but it's just like, it's just th- that, that feeling that like, that cutesy like, oh, look what you can do. You can be a fucking goose. Like, you can honk and shit. Not Are you that saying exciting. that Stray is like if the Untitled Goose game had a masterful story about humanity? No, what I'm saying is that people expressed on the internet, which mm-hmm. are not entirely trustworthy, but their general vibe can be read. Um, right. That it was sort of like this, like you can be a cat sort of thing. Right. You know what I mean? In but like way, people a... don't, many gamers are not prepared to interact with games with stories about humanity like sometimes yeah. they are yeah mm-hmm. not if you're a cat apparently <clears throat> no i get it like but it's just i just thought that i just no. in my head and maybe that was a bit my mistake but no. it just felt like it was like you know who's dealing with fucking stray it's like donkeys joking about it you know what i mean like donkey jokes about or fucking garbage like, games. I mean, we listen to skill up every week we listen to skill ups like weekly review and like pretty much what you had to say about that game is like it's great it's really really beautiful the graphics are amazing you get to be a cat and like that, even that is nowhere near as good as that game actually is, mm-hmm. in my that's opinion. True. Yeah. And so it's like Jesus Christ. But that's because listen, Skillup, I'm putting you on blast. Not I'm pointing at Elena, but I'm pointing to Skillup spiritually. It's like <clears throat> he is only as good as like the level of conversation that exists on Twitter in that moment. Mm-hmm. Like that's why he was like Starfield. It's pretty good for a couple months. Then he was like, maybe it's not. And I was like, Skillup, I'm I'm writing this on your permanent record. <laughs> like I'm supposed to trust you. 
You're looking at me like I'm crazy. Okay, sorry. No, 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 yes. no for okay. sure. Okay, okay. Maybe we just leave it for now then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to maybe do something contentious. Okay. Like and yeah. that's Axe Dredge off of this list. Not a surprise. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I think it was what I, it, w- it was like pleasantly a little bit more than I expected. But like when I, when I look at an indie game about a boat in the water i don't know like an indie fishing game like i think dredge gave me exactly what i was looking for and it was and it was lovely and yeah wonderful mm-hmm. sure i was a little bit surprised at how much i liked that game yeah. but <clears throat> i i i can see that yeah it wasn't necessarily like i was right like i feel like biggest surprise is like something like exceeded or subverted our, ex- yeah. our expectations and i think dredge met like it did exceed, like you know what an example like, of a not... really big surprise is case of the golden idol yes yes yeah. now that that's one, a fucking surprise that's a contender so we also have elden ring seamless co-op yeah here. still i think i'm surprised at just how little i dc'd and like that was that was surprising but it wasn't like i don't know it doesn't feel like this is the right category for this game yeah it's similar to dredge actually and it's, i'm surprised at how fucking good it was and how yeah. much we liked it yeah mm-hmm. but I think too because and it, of like, like it's the a group fucking that we run in, yeah. like for us in this room, like it had been, we knew what we were getting into because Gabe was telling us, like, guys, yeah. this is incredible, and do it's gonna work. Right. And so when we got in there, it was incredible and it worked. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but the I think the reason why it is surprising in some aspect we can cut it though is just that I don't know, I do not think in words you can convey how fucking good that was. I just don't think you can do it. Mm -hmm. Like, we can try, right, with our energy and our vibe and, you know, whatever. But, like, you just cannot. Like, Gabe can be like, it's amazing. And Gabe says it's amazing about a lot of shit. And he has a high hit rate. But, like, this is above, like, all that shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. motherfucker tried to tell me Dialing Light was amazing. And it was not. (laughs) True. But I also think for Elden Ring, like, as a last point, maybe before, as we cut it. But. I think it was also surprising to me how fun Elden Ring, a Dark Souls game, was to play co-op. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. like, I feel like in my mind, like, the Dark Souls games are, like, the, like one of the main, like, man versus world, like, like the player versus, like, single player games. Right. And I think we knew that already because Elden Ring has some co-op in it. And, like, I played most of Elden Ring co-op with Gabe and Brian. Um, and actually a lot with James and Gabe. But... It was it was surprising to me that that game really held up to six people being in there trying to dumpster bosses. Like it was still so much fun to fight Melania even with that many people. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and in and, and in fact, yeah. Wait, just to add on to that, which is basically what you're saying though. It's that the game like they figured out a way to scale it. Yeah. In, mm-hmm. Even though it was like you're hitting them way more times, like yeah, it held up mm-hmm. in the from a scaling. Yeah, so and like yeah. Melania was still terrifying. She would still rock your world. I mean, Malaketh yeah. was way scarier, but like, you know. Right. And it wasn't yeah. like you get six people in there and you're just one shotting the bosses. Yeah. Like, not no, no, no. at all. Not at all. <clears throat> and it also isn't even like it feel, it, did, it didn't even feel like the 1v1, but just with more people, it felt like no. its own it was unique, different. like beautiful yeah. thing, to be honest. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Does Adios still need to be on this list? Like, I think we're at the point now where we have yeah. things that are pleasantly yeah. surprising. Yeah, because wait, so can we do a one? We have okay. Adios, Case of the Golden Idol, Stray, Cyberpunk, and the Cyberpunk DLC, and then Soma. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good list. Yeah. And I feel like this is where Adios maybe says yeah. Adios. Yeah. <laughs> Adios is going to continue yes. to be what it is, which is that game that, like, if it hadn't been put on our radar, it never would have made it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and there's a reason for that. And all I can say is, having played it, is like, please do play it. 
and then also let's yeah. cut it from this list. But also yeah. <laughs> like be ready for it. I was surprised, but yeah. we're cutting still. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I was surprised. Yeah. But these these final four, these are gonna be, I think, difficult to contend with. So yeah. one of my thoughts is, and I'm curious what you guys think. So Cyberpunk, Phantom Liberty. Listen, Cyberpunk, in case you didn't hear, Cyberpunk had a rough launch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um that you game got destroyed critically. Uh, I got taken off of the PlayStation Store. There was just so much, you know, so much going on about how CD Projekt Red, like, this is the end for them. You know, they can mm-hmm. never come back from this. No matter how many, you know, hot fixes and how many updates you're going to come out with, like, no one will ever trust you again to bring out a good product. And while I can see, like, I didn't necessarily agree with those people, but I knew going in with Phantom Liberty that CD Projekt Red was going to need to knock it out of the park yeah. mm-hmm. in order to come back from the the terribleness that was their prior launch. And I think it was just surprising how well they knocked it out of the park. Like they succeeded and I think and then some. And I think that is surprising to me. And I'm trying to figure out if it is like as surprising as something like a case of the Golden Idol that just literally came out of nowhere. Because it's not like Phantom Liberty came out of nowhere. It had the history behind it. And it had kind of this, you know, this tall, you know, this tall order it had to meet up to. Um, And it did it. And I couldn't be more proud of them Mm -hmm. for doing that. I, 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 it, it can, it can be, I would also say like, there's two other things that were surprising about it. One to me, what was surprising is that they had as many bugs as the, they were willing to like risk as many bugs left in on, on release. Um, I guess mine just wasn't as buggy as all of y'all's. So, well, I guess so. <laughs> um, I mean, the way Gabe was describing his, I, I was know, just right. like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, what no, the fuck did Gabe do to his system to get so all the Gabe doesn't usually do much. He also plays a lot of games that are in, like, maybe, like, the hentai guy. Like, you know, like, they, you they're, think they're, he's got some viruses. No, I don't think so. No, if anything, I would trust games. Gabe's game to work best because if I know anything about technology, it's like touching it more like I do is worse. Yeah, <laughs> In sure. every for possible sure. way. Um, I mean, it, it definitely can be. I would also say that the context of Starfield coming out. Did Starfield come out before? Right. We played Starfield before Phantom Liberty. Okay. It did come out before by like a week. I mean, they were, they were two, really Yeah, it was like a two to three close. week. Yeah. <clears throat> but that was like Starfield needed to knock out of the park too. Mm-hmm. And it was a very sobering reality slash baseline setting of what can happen when you don't do that. And then you're sitting there going, holy shit, Cyberpunk could also not do this and this would be devastating. And to me, that like set my expectations there. And then when they hit what they hit, it was really quite surprising and and impressive. Yeah, I do wonder how much of playing Starfield beforehand influenced like the genuine shock, like positive shock I felt playing Cyberpunk where I'm like, oh my God, these characters are acting like human beings. Oh my God, this dialogue sounds natural the fuck like yeah i think um what surprised me about the cyberpunk dlc actually was not the 
the DLC part, not Phantom Liberty, but how much they put into the 2.0 update and how much of that game they were willing to take apart and completely redo and be like, we should have probably done this from the beginning. Yes. Like they redid the entire yeah. perk system. Yeah, you're right. They redid all of the loot and looting systems. Like they really, because I think like back when it first launched, it was a disaster. I was like, I mean, out of our group, I was really, I mean, I was mad at that. I did not like what had happened. And I was like, they're never going to fix this. And it will never matter if they do, because we will never come back to this game. And this is what it is. And they fucked it up. And like, they're a super capable studio. They made The Witcher. And so I think for me, like the fact they made the Phantom Liberty DLC is them just like reaching their potential. Like that to me is not surprising because that's what they should have been doing the whole time. That's a really good studio with really good writers and really good graphics. And like they pull, I mean, like that that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. I think the part that I find surprising about that whole package is that they were willing to go back and redo so much of the original game and almost like admit their Faults in a way that I yeah. think, like, if you're thinking about Bethesda, I don't think Bethesda would ever do. Right. No, like, absolutely. Bethesda is not going to fix Starfield or mm-hmm. Cyberpunk. Or, um, no, because, I mean, they're still claiming that they did a good job with it. They are. I mean, did you see the reviews? That's the response to the reviews they write on Steam. Yes. Yeah. They're yes. like, they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? We we nailed it with this shit. Which, yeah, by the way, like, did you play it? They're all the same response. If you look at it, they clearly are having, like, their staff writers or, like, some poor interns are having to go onto Steam and you have to write, like, two sentences of an intro paragraph and then you just copy paste their their lines it's not every me. It's single one is like wrong. you know starfield is an immersive like they have the same canned yeah. lines like they are not going to do that shit but i think like I, I mean at least i i don't know if it's the most surprising but it is surprising to me that cd project red owned as much of that as they did mm-hmm. dude i so agree with that that was like such i think that's really well said because actually like if you put it in the context of like the witcher and their other games it's not surprising that they made something good in fact mm-hmm. that's that's why cyberpunk was so disappointing is because right. yeah. of the expectation that's deserved when you put the pieces together it's annapurna it's this is that right you put the pieces together for cyberpunk it, it would kill it but they learned lessons about their game and they had humility and admitted like defeat on systems that were strong i hate it always but were strong in like games all the way like the witcher they literally undid like loot bloat that was in the witcher mm-hmm. yeah. in their most prized game witcher 3 their most prized game of all time they went that far to, to being like yeah you're right this system sucks let's do it let's do better and i never thought they would do that i thought they would like shy away and be like all right we're making it like witcher 3 we're going back we're, t- we're undoing our lessons we took a step in the wrong direction now it's let's get back on course but i think they actually may have landed better than... yeah i mean i think that's shocking like they took it farther than they had been before yeah they took it far like they were willing in the like trying to just fix it so people stop screaming at them like they were willing to take the risk of also doing something different and new with their game systems and i think i mean i think that that's what like we love so much about indie games is that they're willing to take risks yeah and i think that they kind of had to do that to actually knock it out of the park right they had to take risks so they said well if we're already taking risks let's try to fix some of these other things like this is not safe game no and i think that's a a really good point too james like when we think about why we hated starfield so much which like not to bleed too much into biggest disappointment but like starfield is a game with zero risk essentially except for the risk of like releasing a trash yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) that's that's, which Which which, exactly maybe they are the most but like uh, but starfield besides the fact that they released a new ip that is the safest game i have ever played besides like maybe like i've never played an assassin's creed game but like those bitches are safe and so i think 
yeah, like Cyberpunk is kind of shocking in that way of like a major game studio fucked up, fixed it, went beyond it and released something like amazing and crazy and risk taking yeah. all in one go. And didn't write on responses to their reviews about how wrong everyone was. Yeah, right. like that's embarrassing. It's like, embarrassing. What the fuck? It's imba- they, they literally sat there and I know it's like, okay. And like it, sometimes can be overblown like the 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 story of like uh no man's sky for example right it comes mm-hmm. out it sucks people are mad they well it got overhyped by sony's trailers whatever and then eventually you know they very hum like very humility approach or whatever and there's shots of the studio and they've got beards and they're smiley and they feel so sad that they they fucked up and they want to make a good on everybody and all these free releases of content and now it's a good game and we all love that because it's like they're just yolo bending over for the consumer to just give them everything um and like okay yes we do love that um but this was real this was real like really like okay yes and it yeah all the way up for all the way up from from developer to management at that company was like we are not visiting our studio like we're not doing Mm -hmm. it and fuck yeah for that like Mm -hmm. it's sad it's sad to see that allegedly management fucked that shit up someone did everyone did everyone it was but I mean, it's so clear that like, like six months before release, they had to scrap so much in the base game Mm -hmm. um, just to release what they did. I just, I, it sucks. I just cannot believe it's just, I, they must have been able to play their game and been like, okay, this is a nightmare. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. God damn. But that's every game that releases poorly. I mean, you can say every game that releases broken they qa tested it like they know i know but it's one thing to like it's just not them man and not with that sort of game and not with the impact they're going for and not with the damn okay so then so do we keep cyberpunk on a little bit longer than say something like soma or stray here is what i was gonna say i think kind of in this context we could cut stray and I think that as one of the people who thought that Stray was surprising, yeah. but Stray was not as surprising to me as Cyberpunk DLC or the case of the Golden Idol, which I think wins this category, and Soma. Mm-hmm. Like Stray was sure. surprising, but we we knew at least sort of what we were getting into. Like case of the Golden Idol came completely out of left field, like was wild, and is and one of like, my favorite games we played this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think I'm okay with axing Stray. I think. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think if we just want to go in, like, I, I think now I just want to argue or just agree mm-hmm. with all of you about why Golden Idol needs to be number one here. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. Kind of like what Elena just said, just literally out of left field. You pull up the Steam page, you look at this game, you're like, how the fuck is this going to be like Overdin? Like, yeah. I'm insulted for Overdin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. that you the would ever say. The was off-putting at first. You look yeah. at it and you're like, oh, God. Yeah. And I, I just remember, I was just like, how dare this person who read it, written in at tyranniathumbs at gmail.com, <laughs> um, <laughs> like, how dare he say this is just like Overdin? Nothing can be like Overdin. Yeah, and exactly. yet... It's like over we dead. all yeah. sat down and played it. We love the base game so much so that when they released their two DLCs, you know, earlier and later this year, we were just on that. We shit. canceled yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're like drop it all. I DLC think, has I think arrived. The, the DLCs being announced and then coming out almost instantaneously afterward was another set of beautiful surprises that this game had in store yeah. for us this year. Like yeah. I think we're sort of talking too, like between Cyberpunk and CD Projekt Red, but also like Case the Golden Idol and the name of that studio that I don't know, and I feel bad about that right now. Like those studios are surprising. Like this little tiny 
studio that made the case of the golden idol is not only like shocking it they made the case of the golden idol it's an incredible but like what fucking game studio releases a game and releases two dlcs in the same year and like drops a trailer and then releases the, the dlc like a week later nobody does that yeah. it's like totally they've, unheard they've of like nailed their their um formula yeah and it's just it's knocking it out of the park yeah um yeah i don't that totally shocked me that this game and and honestly it's like it's like obra din but i can recommend this game to non-gamers yeah yeah, yeah. and right. yeah. the way that i explain this game to non-gamers makes them want to play this game mm-hmm. yeah which i mean like it's just like saying what it is it's like it sounds fun it is mm-hmm. and it is and it's fun and it's yeah. fun yeah yeah Oh, dude. And, like, we all approached it a little bit differently, mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. all just, like, joyous and wonderful, and, like, honestly, like, I, I feel like I could play, if they could just make 10 more. Yeah. 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 I, could make, I, I would play 10 do. more. I mean, yeah. they are already it making another one. sounds like they're one. planning yeah. on it. <clears throat> they're basically going to do, like, a, it's set in, I think, like, the 70s, 1970s next, so they're, like, jumping forward in time, but it's still going to be around the Golden Idol, awesome. like, myth. So that to me is exciting. Yeah. Set in the seventy. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. See, like, With the brown suits and the massive collars, let's yep. it'll be crazy. Yep. Like like we can sit there and exist in a place where people are like another Call of Duty. God damn! But I'm like, please, please, please pump carbon these copy out. Yeah. this. Yeah, because it's like obviously don't carbon copy it, but it's just they, they're expert level like love and understanding of the details of their of their thing is yeah. just amazing. Point that at whatever the fuck you're interested in. Like they need to be getting weird ass books for christmas from their family about weird time periods and they need mm-hmm. to be reading that shit in yeah. their spare time because they're gonna yeah. figure it out and... and they need to like they should be getting like contracts with weird ips and just like make sure. this game for ips yeah they should do it they I should mean, do everything yeah I mean, they should do everything it's amazing i have so many so many things i would like for them love to craftian yes one. i immediately went werewolves but that's just my personality coming out <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> Hot vampire one. Yeah, you could do a hot vampire spinoff, you know. So wait, 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 wait. Love. But Cyberpunk versus Soma. For number two. For number two here. So Soma was really surprising because it's a horror game. It's also surprising because Gabe sold this so terribly. And <laughs> so fucking terrible. You know what Gabe, I mean? What's that, buddy? And he he just big dick sold this. Like, I don't know, try it. It'll be a nice vibe after the one. I think it kind of spiritually connects. And then yeah, it just and like was... it's a horror game where you can turn off the scary part. Yeah. <laughs> and that was also it's bad song too. Yeah. yeah, biggest disappointment is Gabe's selling of how unscary that game would be. Mm-hmm. I I I don't disagree with that, and it might be the only thing that can have any like mouthpiece in the next category outside of Starfield. <laughs> but but at the same time, like it it was surprising, yeah. was it not? I mean, Jesus Christ. It yeah. really was. The fact that it yeah. had the legs to sustain the conversation that we had about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Was a surprise. Yeah. I do think that Gabe hinted at that. I think he did. because he he, did. I think the reason that it wasn't surprising or it wasn't as surprising is because we had just played Phantom Liberty and he was like, yeah, man, you want something that kind of hits the same way Phantom Liberty does and like made me feel feelings, which for Gabe, again, it's a big deal. Very impressive. <laughs> play soma and so i think we went into soma knowing that we were getting into something we didn't know what it was gonna be i thought it was gonna be like another like big emotional fucking weeb moment um (laughs) like the moment we met Catherine, i was like oh here we go um and it wasn't it was so it was surprise it was still surprising but to me i don't know that soma to me can outweigh being surprised 
by an entire massive game studio. Mm. Interesting. I mean, I'm curious to see what other people think of like their. This is a very. I mean, like, honestly, I was like ready to act cyberpunk like before, but like Elena's whole argument about game studios and the way they've overhauled things like has convinced me and changed my yeah. mind. To yeah, be yeah. I mean, it's honestly, me and I didn't even hope. finish the DLC because I had to do life stuff. But um, Elena convinced me. I mean, that's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Soma's incredible, but it is. I don't mean to shaft Soma. No, we're not. I mean, we we voted it. It's runner up for best narrative for a reason. Yeah, like yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah, it is good. It is phenomenal to play also, if you can stomach it. But yeah, and also like it has old graphics too. But like, ain't nobody talking about that shit. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. But all right. Um, let's do that. Okay. All right. So final rankings. Winner for biggest surprise would be Case of the Golden Idol plus the DLCs for that. And then runner-up would be the Cyberpunk 2.0 update slash Phantom Liberty. Thank you. Very nice announcement. We'll take a small we, break and we'll... Yeah, we're going to just quickly pause. Let's do a small Sweet. break. Yeah. Sweet. I appreciate having Because now we have to get, you know, alcoholed up for Biggest Disappointment. Uh-huh. Do we? <laughs> I think we can Let's take shots. No, no, no. I yes. think we can finish shots. Biggest Disappointment. Oh, my God. No, no, no. We actually I'm have down. our... No, wait, wait, wait. I want an arm record. I think we can finish Biggest Disappointment in about 30 seconds flat. No, well, I think we it's going to shit take on at least it for a while. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, I think we can decide it in thirty seconds, and then we yeah, can shit, shit on, on it, it for, for two hours. A, yeah, so that's the alcohol. Though, <laughs> there that's when we take shots. All right, I think the fight for second place might be I was gonna say, a little there, bit complicated. Yeah, right. Okay, but do we even need a second place? We can just nominate it twice. No, no. Starfield, Starfield, done. See, thirty seconds. God. Damn it. Actually, what if the runner-up is, like, the not-yet-released DLC for Starfield? Oh, my God, that's a good idea. Todd Howard is just the fucking, like, Bethesda. Todd Howard's in complete shambles. Tell me, sweet Sweet little lass. That's what I'm talking about. Great choice. Holy shit, we're back. Biggest disappointment. Us. Us. <laughs> Wait, no. Starfield. We've covered this. No, the biggest disappointment is that the first like ten minutes of this podcast wasn't as far as the rest of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so some motherfucker picks that up and's like, oh, I don't know. But if you were stuck in a car and you had a little bit more perseverance. That's where we get them. It's yeah. been fire. Of course if you're stuck in a car, you can't fucking hear us. But Shut that's okay, that's that. part of the magic. Yeah. You shouldn't be in a car. That's right. James was telling us about that this morning. <laughs> okay, no, no. Yeah, sure. Uh, Listen. Oh, biggest disappointment. Damn. Um, Starfield. I've already one. written it down. <laughs> no, that's fair it is, enough. It is correct. We just watched Starfield that. is the biggest disappointment. Do right. we have because a runner-up? What is the tagline that we have for biggest disappointment? Games that miss the mark despite the hype, and I think Starfield is the perfect definition. Yeah. For yeah. such a thing. This category should be called. The, the biggest Starfield. Star yeah. <laughs> it probably In will going years, forward. To be honest yeah. with you. I, I think what we're going to do is we're going to go through the list and we're going to say whether they were disappointing or not. We're going to explain the disappointment level. And then at some point, we're just going to send it. We're just going to full send it on Starfield. And we're going to remember little bits and pieces of what that was. And we're just going to get some emotions off the chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should we tell people that we've pre-gamed this with the girlfriend yeah. reviews for Starfield and yes. then the classic video, Sweet Little Lies? Yes. Of yep. Todd Howard. Of Todd Howard, yeah. It's always important <clears throat> to know that we have reminded ourselves about what a disappointment Starfield was. Yeah. We're professionals here. Yeah. Yeah. We, we do our research. Yeah. But all right, going down the list. So I think what we should do is just a unanimous yes, no. And if someone mm-hmm. says yes, they can say why. Okay. Oh, okay. Is it like a three, two, one kind of thing? Like, yeah. I'm just going to say the, the name of the game 
everyone just goes yes or no. Okay. All right? Yep. Burn house lame. No. no. Perfect. Cross it off. Dead space. No. 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 Yep. Adios. No. no. Atomic Heart. Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I love this game. Fuck. <laughs> they need to remember this for next year. This is so fire. This is it's the way so we do fire. this category. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Castle Crashers. No. 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 The Case of the Golden no. Idol. No. Fuck no. Yeah, no. Fuck no. Cross it out double. Stray. No. no. Dead Cells. No. no. Darkest Dungeon 2. Slightly. Not really. Slightly. I, very slightly. I, I did not like the wagon. You know, I got used to the wagon. I, I, I it was, it was fine. I, I feel like there is this current of disappointment with Darkest Dungeon Two, but that actually isn't conflicting with the love of Darkest Dungeon Two that we got to. Does I know what sense? it is. I am disappointed that I can't have an all Hellion squad anymore. True. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. That's yeah. worth. That's worthy. Yeah. 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 But other than that, no. Well said. Well but said. also, like, it no. doesn't beat Atomic Heart, and it no. definitely doesn't beat Starfield, right. so it's cross. It doesn't even list. touch yeah. Starfield no. right. yeah. in any way, yeah. Um, Elden Ring Seamless Co-op. No. no. Fuck no. <laughs> fuck no. I'm going to add a fuck to that. What's disappointing is that there's not enough hours of the day. <laughs> yeah, right. right. You know what I mean? Fallout 3. No. 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 Not really, no. A little, honestly, considering it's that a little I disappointing it so much going as a kid. back to, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was, mm-hmm. and I had. I did the same pattern that I did as a kid and I had experienced every step of content. It turns out I retraced every step I'd done before and it was kind of a cringe thing to do. And I know you did that similarly. Yeah, I was going to say... You're saying cringe too much about that sort of... It's not cringe. It's just... Disappointing? Disappointing. I think too, I was... Yeah, a little bit for Fallout 3 because that was one of the first games that I really loved on my own. And then going back to play it, I didn't love it as much the second time. I think I was more disappointing that i learned that i don't really like to replay games and i learned that i have a way better memory than i thought i did that's sad because i just remembered everything and i was like well this is lame because i remember it all so yeah. right um so little but no. yeah yeah starfield yes yes, yes. <laughs> all right cyberpunk 2077 nope no 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 the pale beyond I did not. No, I was disappointed no. in it personally, but um, it doesn't need to be on this category. Do you want to say why or no? I think this was one of the rare times, but it does happen with all of us, but a rare time for me that I did not approach this game the way that it wanted to be approached. I think I was out of practice and a bit green in this genre, and so I think I missed. I'm disappointed in mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. but all right. Yeah. yeah. Wait, in your defense, we'd also just played fallout 3 starfield cyberpunk and then we played the pale beyond and it was kind of a rough landing right yeah and i just i but but what i'm disappointed is like i just couldn't like interface with all the text at that time Mm -hmm. okay i will say downside to a fucking big screen like this like there's so many upsides but the downside is that text reading is a little weird Mm -hmm. because it's huge it's like what the fuck it's not a book um and so like i also can't really read so like you add those two things together and it's like Jesus Christ. it's kind of a bad double negative there but um yeah so i think we're good to call that up there all right and then rounding out with soma no maybe i think maybe a little of just like how about just soma colon gabe's gabe saying we can turn okay. off the scares yes <laughs> that's true but also like would you find it disappointing it's like, that you couldn't interface with the story more because it's just so fucking yeah scary? i mean I, I think there's a conversation to be mm-hmm. had there okay. for sure and i think honestly well and so dredge 
No. no. Got it. Right. Anything was the opposite. And so going on to my point, I think really there's a conversation to be had about a runner-up between Atomic Heart and Soma, maybe, that we can sure. perhaps have. I still sure. think we need to just consider nominating Starfield twice. <laughs> I think we should have that conversation, and if we can't do it, right. we can consider such okay, a thing. Right, um, cool. And in fact, let's have the runner-up conversation now, because let's agree. let's I be agree. honest, listeners, we want to have another like full hour to just trash Starfield. So and I will say, like, shout out to the listeners for emboldening us yes. in this regard yeah. for just being like, yeah, fucking take it down, bros. That, you know, that's been me commenting on Spotify, right? <laughs> how much we like. Shout out to Elena <laughs> for commenting on Spotify. No, and I will just say, like, I know we're about to do the runner-up conversation. Did you know Elena did? It does say Elena on. It and yeah. I was like, not I every bet time that's it's Elena. been. I took my last name off. Yeah, not every time it's been you, right? No, not every time. Okay, yeah, but yeah, yeah, the, yeah, la- yeah, the yeah, last one other person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was fire. And I saw that in the morning. I sent that out, mm-hmm. and then you were like, "Did you forward something at seven forty-four in the morning?" <laughs> <laughs> um, great callback. But yeah, so for runner-up. Yep. So Atomic Heart, I, I, we've all kind of said a resounding yes mm-hmm. for it. And I think the main thing that was probably disappointing about Atomic Heart, at least, actually, this is how I'm going to posit it, and then you guys can maybe add on or detract from it. But I think what was disappointing to me about Atomic Heart is that it had such a strong start to it, and then you could tell it just did not have the confidence to not be Bioshock, and then went full Bioshock in some sense of the word. But then also just completely through the story and other parts, like yeah. mm-hmm. storylines <clears throat> that were teased and picked up at the beginning of the game were slapdash dropped at the end, um, seemingly for no reason. Like looking at you, the alpha and beta connectors rings that were just tossed into the ocean Titanic style. Like, what the fuck was that about? But like, I think I think I was also disappointed just in like also just the weird like wrap-ups with the characters that were introduced you would be introduced to this doctor character who you later just murder in an elevator and it's like her death is just like said comically by a grandmother later in the game where she's just like philoptiva's dead you killed her where is she she's here there she's everywhere you splattered her everywhere and i'm like what the fuck is happening right now Mm -hmm. for real and it's like it's like what the fuck is like a really great vibe for so many trash video games and like we we are literally playing a what the fuck video game right now and yet this like has some bad what the fuck in there right Right. yeah Yeah, it it is one like and and it's a bad what the fuck because i'm sitting there at the credits and i sit back in my chair and i'm just kind of staring like peering my eyes at the screen like no yeah and you also know brandon knows it's bad when i just walk into his office and i just go no no (laughs) (laughs) yeah shout out (laughs) so so i i just had the epiphany that maybe they like fully ripped off bioshock in this game and it, it was just embarrassing actually what if they're going to fully rip off the Lord of the Rings in the next one? And that's why they just throw the rings into the water and God, assume I that hope it's so. done. I hope so. I hope um, so. And then like okay. Gollum, uh, their own version of Gollum is going <laughs> to find those rings. Little Russian Babushka's Gollum uh, yeah. just takes the first yeah. up. Yes. Yeah. And Jeez, then you're like you're doing like connections like I would do in a Burnhouse Lane analysis right, exactly. like right now like I'm yeah. watching you exactly do it. yeah just like putting pieces together that should never be put together and then <laughs> no, all they, of a sudden the tapestry is beautiful it's beautiful and because then, you've yes. you've connected bullshit in your mind yes, mm-hmm. yes. yeah 
It's actually the way I always describe to people, like, how... And, like, if they do that, they are kings. Exactly. Okay? No. <laughs> no. Like, that's... I mean, that. if they do that, we'll talk about it next year on... On? Or wait, wait, in wait, three wait. years. Yeah, year. yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Right. Um, and I think just, for me, the biggest disappointment was that it just swung so hard for the fences, and I want more mm-hmm. game studios to do this. It's like, the I'm scared because it's like, this is a swing for the fences, and it's a whiff. Yeah. And I'm scared it's going to keep other game studios from wanting to do creative stuff. Yeah. Like what Atomic Heart, you know, tried to do. And really, I guess all it does is like, I hope that their sequel that they've been greenlit to make gets better writers. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then and also like better, yeah, make better open world choices. Like yeah. the open world choices that they made were just bad. Mm-hmm. It was or, just or go back to corridors. Fun. The corridors yeah, were take fire. Away the open right. world. Yeah. The corridors were great. The open yeah. world was trash. Yeah. yeah. The, cor- so, the corridors were really actually good. Like, yeah. And, and the then you set go piece, up the stairs. The set like, pieces were yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except for the, the fight, the boss fight at the whale. Like that one yeah. was just embarrassingly bad. But, right. <laughs> um, that's when it was just going full Bioshock embarrassment mode. Well, it's just like you could yeah. tell they, they teed themselves up with the setting and it was looking really good. Absolutely. And they just they couldn't deliver off yeah. of it. Um, yeah. But let me let me just say like the, the, the <clears throat> swing for the fences and the whiffing thing. It's like the reason why we support this. We as gamers that actually care is because like it's this miss here is a blueprint towards something interesting that hasn't really next time yeah Yeah. and that hasn't been really made or the flavor that we haven't gotten to yet yeah it's like okay really interesting you were going off in that odd direction and in fact no one is really making a bioshock follow-up why are they doing that like and then you're like okay that's interesting and it's a really unique twist it's like not a western one it's something different that's cool okay you whiffed but then that's kind of we analyze that as like we learned about open world game design in how it work, doesn't work in that sense. Right. We know like we want them to push towards core. Like we're learning about what this thing can be. Whereas if they just copied a standard game and right. made an okay version of mm-hmm. it, that would be we wouldn't have noticed. We wouldn't mm-hmm. have yeah we wouldn't and we wouldn't have learned anything <clears throat> and it wouldn't be that cool. And so it's like I know it sucks that that they didn't get there but like that's that's the process yeah and maybe because this game was made and had so much hype around it Mm -hmm. more games will put completely outrageous softcore porn just into their game like it might happen it's not a maybe it's not a maybe it's going to happen (laughs) in two years you know in two years like there's going to be seven well so yeah like and it's going to be hilarious and awful yeah you, it, it, <clears throat> i just learned something earlier today because i misspoke as i often do which is that there um there, the words virality and the words virality yes. are perfectly aligned it applies for yes. both of this yes. it is so flawless because it's like the first thing that I saw when that game came out on YouTube was recommendations of like, do you want to see all the sex scenes? Or not exactly, but do you want to see all these twin yeah. dancers, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, silver yeah. ladies sex scenes with their fucking heels? And anyways, the point is that like, but quite that... rolled there a little bit. Yeah, he had to... <laughs> I had to pull it back in. You know, like it went out the mouth, and I had to fucking get it back oh, in. Gross. Grow up. <laughs> no, no, but thank you. But the but the thing is, right? That was the first thing it showed me. It wasn't like what it normally shows me, which is like here's a weapon breakdown of the different like you know shotgun types right. and the upgrades. It wasn't that. No, it was like, do you want to see what happens when they put their hands inside of each other? And it really worked for them, did it not? <laughs> not well, yeah, just like really that um, vending machine, right? Like with yeah. a huge but like they could have revival because it was very controversial and yeah. very sexual, and everyone was right. like, let's talk about that. Exactly exactly in fact it's sort of like knocking things over in the cat game it's like it's that point of 
virality and virality that that <laughs> look it worked for them mm-hmm. and in fact in the world position that they were in what made it sort of a tenuous place for them is it going to give them extra reach or is it going to like mute their reach the sexuality was universal <laughs> it's so it seemed yeah and so games are noticing Games are noticing hard. I mean, League sure. of Legends has been doing this forever. You know, it's like League of Legends is like, we can champion. Like, we, we introduced this new Check champion. out these tits <laughs> yeah, well, on a champion. <laughs> no, exactly. They were like, well, look. Well, at first it was like, look, this is the first champion that doesn't have giant tits. And then it's like, but so you're saying the rest of them have giant tits. And they're like, yes. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, this is just like where we are. So I'm just saying. Like, <clears throat> yeah. Like, when does Halo add giantess it's really the question i think on all of our minds but okay so so there's so there's that argument for a runner-up now soma i think yep. is our other mm-hmm. contender for runner-up i see you thank you and i believe soma i thought you were pointing to elena to be like and go with the soma to be to be woman open me a beer yeah wait sorry <laughs> I would love to direct podcasts like that. I should do it a little more. Just like Zoe Go. Like James introduced this. I fucking that would get me so off. Like everything I've ever wanted, but sorry. No, but so I go think ahead. the reason why we put Soma as biggest disappointment, which I, I think it and it's not out of a disappointment for like the game being bad at all. I think what was disappointing for us was how how big of pussies we all are. I, I know. know. But that I know. wasn't I hear disappointment. You. Like, that was Gabe's biggest disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> That's always Gabe's biggest disappointment. No, and, and literally, like, the way that he tried to say it to you, Zoe, specifically, although he tried to not call you out by name, at the end of the game uh, podcast, where he just goes, I um, am really proud happy thankful that you guys would go so far into this game and what he's really saying is like you fucking pussies <laughs> right. like but he said it in the nicest fucking way like please listen to that again because it was literally like he said to me every once in a while he's like you know I, i've sort of been interested in, in in politics and diplomacy and stuff like that and i'm like Gabe, come on but that was honestly pretty good <laughs> yeah like i've he never did his seen most st- pc take of just calling us all out on our bullshit me me particularly because i didn't even finish the game i had to go to a playthrough <laughs> to watch it <laughs> but it was so nicely i fucked man and- yeah but i i just i don't think that we were disappointed in ourselves i think that we were disappointed in the game because they did put in the non-scary mode, which was still terrifying. Like, mm-hmm. that was disappointing, I think. To, I think that was the disappointment to all of us because with that game. Because it wasn't the monsters that were terrifying. It was the atmosphere. It was the monsters. <laughs> James is like, can we, go, can we go back to this other category? Like, I mean, yeah. It's like, so is some of the biggest disappointment, and is it a bigger disappointment than Atomic Heart? No. I don't, I don't think, think so. I can decide that. You could say that. Right. Well, because James and I finished Atomic Heart and we had to re- retell yeah. or recount yeah. the entire ending to the both of you because you guys were sick at the time. Um, sick, nasty, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just sick. Lena's <laughs> uh-huh. 19th pink eye. <laughs> I, I don't get pink eye that often. No, to be fair, this was, I don't know, it was spring, often. it's flu season, whatever. Um, yep. But I guess, I mean, for me, I think it will be Atomic Heart over Soma. Um, I think 
yeah, if anything, I'm just more disappointed in myself about oh. Soma, which oh. is like, I don't want to like then, then it knock matter. the game for it. Yeah, that's fucking I just, fire. I want to say publicly that I don't think that you should be. Soma was scary. Here's what I want to say. It yeah. was really scary. Really scary. I think it's Absolutely. disappointing to actually, so it's like kind of like an ignorance is bliss thing. I'm more disappointed now knowing that originally they weren't planning to make it scary yeah. mm-hmm. and they made it scary because they were like, that's just what we do. And I think that is when it started getting disappointing for me because I'm like, shit, this could have been a game that I played all the way through just fine. And it might have been, it might have been, been a game the that, best and, game. Right, yeah, exactly. and it'd be, yeah. I mean, it would have been interesting. You can't like go back in history, right, and like try it both ways. Right. Because you could argue that someone got so big Annapurna because... Annapurna had that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They would have telling, told them to take out the scary stuff and to make the base game yeah, what it was. Yeah, trust in it's your a great fucking, make the game you want. Yeah, it's a great world and story and narrative and all of that. And like maybe it would be better known as one of those types of games, but mm-hmm. also maybe it would have been so big because they were known as people who made Amnesia, and Amnesia is a scary game. People right. Like that. So because I because I, I went into it knowing it's from the people from Amnesia, so it's like yeah, yeah like totally. I said, if I hadn't known that, I'm like, well, this is just what they do. But knowing that yeah. fact now, I'm just like, so actually, it's a little bit difficult then. But I I still feel like I want to put Atomic Heart above Sona Soma just because of how hard they drop the ball at the end there. Yeah. It actually kind of is like the beauty of that thing. Right. Is really just like the drop. Atomic Heart is is a beautiful game in how much they throw. <laughs> but it also, be, yeah. I think that it can only yeah. throw that hard because it hits such heights yes it it did hit heights like you can see it happening you're like wow it's right there you're you're so it's kind of like cyberpunk in some ways we're like cyberpunk you're like god damn it like you could have done this like you You are so close like you made the witcher what the fuck are you doing what the fuck are you that was kind of the same thing with that like you made some of these incredible environments and there was some really good stuff in there and then they just like really threw some other things and i think that's where it becomes disappointing right yeah i mean dude listening to like people like just random like the more like typical average person that we interface with that are like gamer light or Mm -hmm. gamer okay lowercase lowercase g g. that's a way better way than gamer light that's so offensive i'm so sorry but like your sister for example being like she loved the witcher Mm -hmm. so much she's like i gotta get louder in on the witcher like this shit's straight fire and then it's like so is cyberpunk good like she's asking us that like she's like nervous about it it's like Mm -hmm. she can't put the annapurna together she can't put the witcher three because she's just so like terrified Mm -hmm. of what that thing is that's but i think okay i think then right isn't it Atomic Heart? Over it's Atomic Sony. Heart. It's I think it's Atomic be. Heart, personally. And I know you two cannot like definitively say, but that's okay with me. I'm if it makes you feel any better, we trust you. We I saw a decent amount of throw before <laughs> yeah. I was done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. Like, no. like the throw starts early, but yeah. also the I mean, as soon as early. you step out into the open world, you're kind of like, yeah. I think the uh, the moment you drive that car in the open world, you're like. <laughs> This You're is like, not okay. Right. This is not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So we have runner up of Atomic Heart here. And now. And number one is Starfield. Yeah, we also have our winner, but I don't think we want to be done here. No. I think we want to give it an, yeah. a send off. I, yep. I just, I've said this a couple different places, probably on this podcast at least seven times and at least at the dinner table twice, but I am just so fucking proud of all of us for catching this immediately. I'm still disappointed in my rating for Starfield. That should be runner-up. I gave it a meh. Right. 
Right. Right. Really funny thing, winner should be Starfield, runner-up Zoe's rating of Starfield. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to push off Atomic Heart for that. Because, like, well, it sucks because you had to go, I guess, before. Were you first? or I, I was I was first. And, and also, I, like, before the podcast, I had just played, like, probably the only, like, Good mildly quest. intriguing mm-hmm. yeah. mission right, in all of Starfield. Right, 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 right. Which right. one was and that? I, the one with, like, the disappearing, it, like, It's, world. like, time-hopping. Yeah. Um, trying to find a shard and it's kind oh. of like you're you're you have to use these time tears to go both forward and backwards in times and it's kind of puzzle-esque like it was really cool actually and i think i wavered because i was like wait a minute guys there's this one thing and then i just have to i the thing is i listened back on that episode and i'm just shitting on the game the whole time being like this yeah. is fucking unacceptable yeah. Yeah. how dare they do this and then at the end i'm like huh it's a meh and i'm like no it's yeah. a thumbs down yeah. it is a thumbs down starfield like fucking bought you flowers after like fucking like renting your car in the garage yeah. or something yeah, like yeah, it yeah, just yeah, like yeah. i don't know what like, like yeah, exactly it's like starfield crashed my car took out my mirrors but then like they maybe patched that one dent on the side yeah, and exactly. i was just like wow he does care <laughs> <laughs> honestly and you were just he like he's yeah. in your closet closet <laughs> yeah shout out to that <laughs> oh straight fire but like then I got to rearrange the closet, right? And it looks nicer now after I cleaned it. You know, it's like there's like there's a silver lining. No, I, I get guess. I got kind of gaslit by Starfield at the end there. Yeah, oh, but we well, all did. You're not the only one. We I mean, so many people got gaslit by Starfield and by Todd Howard's sweet yeah. little lies. Like, mm-hmm. like no, yeah, we literally. Yeah, but like, but we. From from jump, this game sucks. Well, yeah. yeah the moment you start playing it, and they like, they make you a happening? minor at the beginning, and yeah. it's and then you and go to the no first like the first quest yeah. is just it's embarrassing. It's, it's like embarrassing. it's yeah. not good. It's literally underbaked at the first moment of yeah. a ten year development cycle. It's well, like it yeah. feels like you can feel in everything in this game the boardroom decisions and like the meetings where one person who should not have power to say what's going to happen is saying what's going to happen. Like, yes, you just, yeah. Okay. Listen, I know everyone shits on consultants, but what we need a consultant for is to walk in there with James's level of clarity and just go, Oh, turn the volume down on that one. She doesn't get to say that. He doesn't get to say that. Boom. We've got a meeting. Like, you know what I mean? Because there were people clearly in these meetings that were just saying shit that didn't make sense. And people just all went, great idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, here's my thing. I don't even know that those meetings happened. Because what was most disappointing to me about Starfield is the total lack of innovation in any way from the previous games. Right. But, like, that was decided in a meeting. Yeah. Well, hold on. Maybe. let maybe. Let me just give them a little defense here. They have a really interesting and unique problem here. Now, they fucked it up, clearly. But (laughs) they have a very unique game style with their engine and with also the way that they design all their quests and their NPCs and their interactions and your ability to steal from this, that, and the other. And just their whole thing is incredibly unique. And they were the only ones doing it good, right? And they had to sit there and go, what is unique and amazing about us versus what is unique and needs to be evolved? And they didn't play this very well. But fuck that argument. Because it's been 10 years. Or like, in between, or whatever. It's been 
How, I don't know how many years since Fallout 4. Yeah. We'll give him like a little bit more credit. It's been five years since Fallout 4, however long it's been. And it's been other games have Fallout come 4. out in between then that do Bethesda-style things. I mean, there are so many games out there now that are open world that have um, like interactive worlds that have moving pieces that do it better. And Bethesda just like shuts their eyes and like covers their ears and pretends like it's not happening. So, so they, they yes. have refused to move forward in any way, graphically, engine wise, NPCs. There are problems in that game that no games should have. They don't even have cutscenes. They don't even have cutscenes. Their yeah. facial animations are trash. The NPCs are still crazy slow. Every other yeah. game has fixed that shit. And Bethesda mm. just won't do it they won't look at anything else and it's it's gotten to be just ridiculous so so they did not so this is like just this is why they need okay people make fun of todd howard but this is why he must be removed if he was responsible for this because they need anyone who loves these franchises and loves bethesda to come in not with a love of the technology that they have but rather a love of the essence that they captured at the periods and the vision that it was fighting towards because they are now iterating on their thing as opposed to iterating on the image and the sort of imagination in our minds of what it could have been. I say that because it's fucking 12 playing fallout three. And I was like, Oh my God, if games could be like this, if you could walk into the gunsmith and be like, I'm going to steal the best gun in the game from your weapons case, right now how the fuck am i gonna do that i'm now innovating an entire quest line in my head well i'm gonna see if he's locked at night i'm gonna see if i can pick the doors can i break the windows what can i do can i just kill the guy okay that's insane i don't want to kill the guy i'm doing a good playthrough okay so i can't kill the guy what do i do and and I, at the oblivion level they were at stuff like you could wait for the shop to be closed he'd walk back to his house then he'd go into his house and he'd eat his favorite dinner then he'd go to sleep then he'd go to sleep for these hours then you rob his shop in during those hours like it was really at that level and it was this idea that was so beautiful of this living breathing world and i think that's what sweet little lies is in some ways referencing i mean they're referencing a lot of things but they are referencing this idea of like you know there's a hundred caves that are so amazing, but, but partially it's the living, breathing world that they could have been building towards. They just built more graphical power. They didn't even build more graphical, but here's what makes me mad. And I'm mad that I'm interrupting you now because I've waited long enough. I, because I, look, I fucking love, but like I was a Bethesda fangirl. This stuff makes me mad. But the other thing that frustrates me about it is not only have they covered their eyes and their ears to like the rest of the gaming space and refuse to look at any of that to innovate they have been saying this shit themselves for years now like when they came out with fallout 4 when they when they talk about the next um elder scrolls game like yeah it's gonna be a more living world like what makes our game so special is that people have daily patterns and you can learn them and like we're just gonna make that more we're gonna make it so like there's more of that, right? There's more NPCs with da- with daily patterns. There's more dynamic worlds, and more things. You can- less. And there's less. I mean, there's so much less. Like, Star yeah. is a completely soulless game in that I'm, way. You don't yeah. even have, like... You, you don't even know if that exists because you don't care. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. it doesn't. The shopkeepers never leave their shops for one thing. Like, yeah. you, you know you can always get there, yet they uh. still have the vendor credit limit of, like, their old games. And I think, like, as soon as I realized... I don't know, like, 
soulless i think is the way that we've described this game so much and Mm -hmm. it is in so many ways and especially playing it back to back from fallout 3 like yeah you go into and i'm gonna blank on the beginning city that you go into Fallout through the bomb in the center oh megaton 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 is so much richer of a city yeah. than Atlantis yeah. by far. And it has like five people. I know. You go into Atlantis and it is filled with people. And I think every single time I interacted with something and I had a glimmer of hope of like, well, maybe something will come from this person. Like I remember in Atlantis, uh, there's the janitor who's like cleaning the subway and she's always just like, I hope we're all having oh, a great yeah. day today. And she is so soulless that when you know spoilers for starfield not that you care <laughs> no um, but like, but like all the way to, she's so soulless to the point where there is a pivotal gaming point where the whole city of atlantis is on fire being attacked by these like hunters the subway station's on fire i see her cleaning there and i won't go to talk to her being like maybe she's gonna be like no my hopes and dreams I talked to her and she's like, I hope we're all having a great day today. Yeah. And I was like, Jesus, Jesus Christ. fucking Christ. Yes. <laughs> and that's, yes. it's worse. I yes. mean, it's, it's they've, worse. they've talked over the years about improvement, right? About like making yeah. things better. But they released this game and it's actively worse in a lot of the core gameplay ways that people who love Bethesda games want them to be. And it's actually just worse. It's very yes. neutered. Yes. Yeah. Well, it yes. feels it like feels. to me, it felt like the whole time I was playing it that there were like five teams making this game concurrently, mm-hmm. and they weren't talking to yeah, each other. Yeah, you said that, and yeah. that feels real. And like there was the there was, and they were all sent out to imitate another game that was popular. Yes. So, yeah. so yes. there was there was the Destiny team. Yes. Mm-hmm. No man's there Sky. was yeah there was and there was the No Man's Sky team. And there was the Kerbal Space Program team. Yes. And there was, I don't fucking know. And there's like, Bethesda. And there was yeah. the Bethesda, Bethesda team. Bethesda 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 no, Bethesda. oh, fuck. Yeah. They were there to imitate Bethesda games. Yes, were they Bethesda not? Yeah. They, I mean, they, Jesus they Christ. They copy-pasted Skyrim <clears throat> and just put it in space. Worse, though. Yeah. Right. And, and like, the copy-paste of Skyrim was the Destiny team. And, like, oh, yeah. they just, they made, they made shittier versions of all of these games. And then had to figure out how to put yeah. the pieces together. Yeah. And it's bad right, and how were, they did it. You yeah. were, I remember this. You were talking mm-hmm. about this on the podcast of like, you can land the ship, but it's too big on this fucking island. Yeah. Or like, you know, shit like this. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't make sense. That's that's like this disjointed nonsense. And I do think it has to that... do too with like, I think James makes a really good point. It has to do too with the scale of this game, which like I've already shit on once this podcast. But like, because they tried to make Starfield so humongous... Like, they had to have tons of... I mean, there must have been so many people yeah. working on this. And they took 10 years to make the stupid thing. And so over that time, there's no way there was, like, consistent leadership and consistent teams and all of that thing. Right. Stuff that you get with a smaller game that makes it good. Right. Right. That I gives think, it soul and character. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, there must have been just so much, like, turnover and movement and corporate bullshit and board meetings and imitation. I mean, that, like, like it The whole feels thing like, is just, like, duct taped together. It feels like Todd Howard liked the idea that was pitched to him of an explorer's yeah yeah like squad and he was like we're going with this and people came to him like writers came to him and were like this is not interesting and he said no we're going with this yeah and then they just had to do it and i still think think they could have made a good game no i i don't like honestly with that premise like you can't 
there's no good story that you can write with huh. where the baseline is an explorers league for exploring the galaxy. I had never, I had never it's considered just that that was the problem. Interesting. It's just not interesting. There's no interesting story. Counterpoint outer wilds. No, but it's not an explorer. Follow up. <laughs> it's not an explorer. Yeah. It, like no, I, yeah, the point I, yeah, is right. to figure out why the universe is ending in 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 outer wilds. Yeah. Like, spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> we warned them already. If you haven't played Outer Wilds, what the fuck like, are you doing? Like the point of Starfield is to go out and explore yeah. for no fucking reason. Yeah. Like if if they were like I, I said this on the podcast where we talked about this game, but like if they were like a plucky startup group looking to find out how to exploit this new magical resource, that would be interesting. Mm -hmm. If they turned out to be evil doing that, that would be interesting. If literally anything <laughs> happened, <laughs> no, I know seriously. That would be interesting. Yeah. And nothing, nothing. happened. No. They're just relentlessly positive and excited about doing the most vacuous thing and sitting Which in chairs facing walls for... like lunatics <laughs> and like, it's just it's yeah. just a completely empty world well and exploring yeah. a, a system that's already been explored yeah. is the yeah. other thing every single yeah. planet you you land on has, has people. structures and people on at right. no point i never thought is about there that any part where you're landing on an actual unexplored planet well, because I think they probably went like, well, that would be boring if there was nothing there. But what was actually boring was copy-pasted the no, same outpost. What was actually boring is that there's a thousand worlds, and yeah. Yeah. you it's not human scale. I So humans can't design it. Okay, listen. If we were talking about Bethesda in the same way we were talking about fucking Cyberpunk mm -hmm. and CD Projekt Red, if Bethesda reacted to this game with a full 180 and a lesson learning in a real way... We might have some goddamn hope, That's but they true. fucking have it. But and we I was gonna know. say because mm -hmm. my point to that is, people complained the planets are too big. Give us vehicles to mm -hmm. walk around on, mm -hmm. like just give or us less something. Planets or fucking something. Or just yeah, and they're just like the, the planets are too big. To which their counterpoint wasn't. I see your point. Like you know, we should really be like doing something about this. Instead, they're like. Well, back in 1960, when the first men went on the moon, <laughs> do you think they had anything to do up in space? No, no. they made their own fun. And I'm like, fuck you. Fuck yeah. like, you. First of all, we're not yeah. actually in space. Right. Yeah. Just we are yeah. sitting in our gaming Follow chairs up. in our fucking yeah. basement. Yeah. You didn't <laughs> make fucking Minecraft in space. No. You made Empty World in space. Yeah, you made worse. And, and like the thing is, okay, so, so what they're trying to say, I think, is... Sea of Thieves, right? Mm -hmm. The whole community of game reviewers and people hopped up on Instagram and Twitch and all these things, which we all are, in our own de degrees, they were like, this game has no objectives. It has no quest. This game fucking sucks. I don't know how anyone could enjoy it. And I remember pulling up a role play streamer, the blast bastion of people who know how to play video games and have fun. <laughs> like, I remember pulling that up and it was like, they were like blasting like what sail by owl nation or some shit like while they were just fucking <laughs> yeah. yoloing down the fucking waves and i was like oh this is something so it's like all right yeah so that's what they're trying to say they're trying to say like you don't get it because you're but just like, like cracked out on quests that make sense and are fun and are interesting but instead you need to make your own fun but the thing is i think we can all definitively like, listen we are going out a little bit on a limb here and by that i mean not much and saying I haven't seen any role-playing streamers fucking pick this shit up. Because the role-playing took fuck away. Six. They took away everything in those games that you could role-play. Like, remember when I, I got really into... I was like, 
because this game is awful. And I was like, maybe I'll become a space trucker. Yeah. And oh. that was the most oh, that's inane. Because they have the perk system, right? Like the, or the, um, yeah. it's not the perks. It's the like background Trace? choices that you make. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have like the background where you can be like, I, I'm a space trucker. Like I'm a cargo guy and I like do cargo stuff. And they have a whole little backstory for it. And I was like, honestly, that might be kind of cool. I mean, that'd be great. Um, but you do it and it's literally go to like a vending machine, click on a menu button to accept a quest, get in your ship, mm. you, menu to take off, menu to go to a planet, land on the planet, get out, thing hat. Like you click on another vending machine, you get back in your ship, you menu back to the other one, you go back to the vending machine, you turn it in, done. It takes And you less make disappointment than, less money than you'd expect. Yeah, it takes like less than two minutes. You do nothing that is role playing adjacent. Like you there's no way there's that I no could put on sail thing or that like happens across you know, yeah, while you're sailing across nothing. the galaxy. Yeah. Well and I and, and I think it goes down to the point that to the I think we mentioned this a lot of times on the podcast, but back when we were like I think I found a way to have fun with this game, no matter how much we tried yeah. to have fun with this yeah. game. Yeah. Bethesda was always holding up a hand being like, no, you got to level up your oxygen first yeah, or something right. like that. Or, right, or right, they right. would just kill the whole system dead. That's imbalanced. You would make too much money yeah. that way and then you wouldn't have fun. It's like, but right. I was trying to have fun. <laughs> That's what I was yeah, trying like, to do. Let me yeah. jetpack everywhere. Yeah. No, yeah. your jetpack's going to have a limit. And well... you have to fucking put a perk point into jetpack. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And then you wait Which is one of the items that you have on your character. Item, yeah. yeah. In order to even fuck? press the button. No. And then and then you have to wait two hours of in of gameplay before you can level up again right. like they gave you an mmo style slow progression yeah. system through us like, as if they're like well if you played this for a thousand hours by the end you'll have everything you want and you're yeah. like bitch i'm not playing this for a thousand hours right. so like what are you talking yeah. about i think i think i've told you guys that when when fallout 76 came out and like all of the Bombed. the systems were revealed for that game my immediate reaction to that was Bethesda is trying to sell itself to another company. Hmm. Hmm. And they were allegedly, right? Because they were, yeah. they didn't, they weren't admitting that at the time, but right. it, what it felt like right. was we are trying to put something in front of our customer base, which they will buy to pump up our sales. We don't care about the long-term value to our customer base and trying to grow that. We're trying to make money now. So that we can prove that the value of our company is higher mm -hmm. to a potential buyer and then sell ourselves and then like we don't fucking care anymore. We don't own the company. It was we, a push -up we're not bra. responsible. It was a push-up bra. Yeah, exactly. It was a push-up bra. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, as McCoy said. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, hold on. Don't put me out of that. As I said McCoy that earlier, but... said. We actually have it recorded. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and then that, that became clear that that was true. They Some sold themselves so, yeah. to Microsoft. I don't know why Microsoft, ex you know, like fell for that, but like Also, whatever. Microsoft is sort of like Pac-Man. Yeah. You know? They, yeah. Just chomp, chomp, chomp. Yeah. But and they're is also that like the sound they make in Pac-Man because I that's because <laughs> is a different sound. All right, whatever. And Lane is like, how many werewolves are there in this? <laughs> 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 no, but fair. Yeah, but it it feels like they're still doing that after they got sold. Like they that's all they know how to do. I don't think they know. I don't think they have a goddamn creative lick left in that fucking place. And I don't know how you recreate that, but I know you fire all of them and you hire everyone who modded the last game. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, That's I all we have left. But, like, but the modders are leaving the... the last game, not this yeah. one. They're leaving... Well, they're well, leaving this you call game. They're leaving up. this game, too. Yeah. I think there's I a lot of prominent modders who are like, yeah, yeah. I am not touching I can't Starfield. do That's this. what I mean. No, yeah. I mean, yeah, the, I mean you look at the prominent like mods for the last game. Yeah, and the, you... the biggest... What the last month, like, that co-op mod guy was like, fuck this shit. This game is too bad to put time into modding. I'm not doing it. Yeah. yeah. And he literally posted all of his code online so someone else can do it if they want to. And 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 I will say this. I... I wonder what happens with that mod. And I think that what happens with that mod is the answer to the fate of this game. And this is why I say that because when they were selling all of this idea to us of like, we're going to make a a living, breathing world that's bigger, but it's also more complex and deeper. And they went bigger, but not deeper. And and the lack of depth in this game is is truly hurtful. It's truly hurtful. And it like, it, it like undoes wrinkles in my brain in a way that I like need to, <laughs> I need them back. Need frankly, we, we need yeah. more. Um, holy fuck, I want to say Legends of Zelda, and that is so wrong. Mm. Gold Knight. We need more Gold Knight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but the thing is, okay, they're telling us that they are executing on the Oblivion Skyrim dream, the Fallout right. dream. But in reality, what they're doing is they're building settlements and in fallout 4 they're doing like you can create your own ship and like this stuff is cool but it's at least not for the original fan that we all of us would be i mean literally all of, i know mm-hmm. like so he doesn't play open world games and james may hasn't played this so much but like you started with it but like literally all of us would love the dream that they are talking about mm-hmm. where you get to create your own vibe no you don't think so james i i don't think so i don't I don't actually, I'm not excited about the sell of you can create your own story in this game. It's not exciting to me because I'm not a, I'm not a fucking great writer. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. I I see what you're saying. I totally like, and, and it's not exciting to me to, to find my own fun in something. I want somebody who is very good at that to create something that is fun okay listen we all love that point and we all so desperately agree with you but i think what i'm trying to say is rather that soma had a depth that created this comfort and almost like coaxing like hey like it's okay to pay attention at a deeper level Mm -hmm. it's okay do it and I think that's the dream that could exist in this open world Bethesda game. Hey, it's okay. Like, like watch that like shopkeeper be, all day and yeah, figure out what they do. Yeah, yeah. Mm. like watch these NPCs. They have real lives. And I think it's like not create your own story because we were too bored to make one. And no doubt the Firewatch of the world will always have a better story. But these micro stories of learning about the world and... I actually just really loved this diamond shopkeeper, so I waited for them to... Because it used to be the idea of this. It used to be not only do they go home to their fucking bed every day, but they would also go to another town to buy their merchandise to bring it back to their store. So you rob them along the way. Like, this is what I'm talking... Like, that's a level of depth that's beautiful as a concept. That is cool. And so that's something that... If you wanted to bring that to this game, that, like, it's okay to pay attention to this game you would be hurt at a level that you might think you don't like games you might be a little lost and i was mccoy was in a fucking mccoy, yeah, yeah, yeah. McCoy, I, I, mccoy was having an existential yeah we like every day would moment. go for a walk and mccoy would be like i just don't i mean we would just talk we would just talk about do this i hate hours. games yeah. Yeah, yeah seriously like is this podcast over like how yeah. sad is that i'm thinking that yeah i mean 
let me sorry just let me finish oh, in the sense of like keep the finger crossed keep I, the, I, I love that system it's a great say. system keep the finger crossed but what i'm saying is that they said that to all of us because that was the dream for the old school gamer of bethesda that's what they said man it turns out if we can make and, and that's what two worlds promised and was wrong and that's what other other mm-hmm. knockoffs have promised but they are actually bringing this game to another audience yeah they're bringing it to i don't know who these people are but they're more maybe the, the space is, cram or space work camera sorry go ahead well they're, they're even losing um, i think the audience they mean to target is the thing yeah like yeah. so i i think like one of the things i said in the very last episode of starfield is that i you know i do this running group every you know every week and there's a there's a dad that runs there. He's a guy in his 40s. And he, at first, he was like, I love Starfield. Starfield's for me. And mm-hmm. I'm like, great. Agree to disagree. But it, like, I was like, great. Because you know what? He is a dad who is raising some kids. He only has about two hours in his day yeah. that he has to spend time on his Xbox. He just likes to unwind at the end of the day. And he's like, you know, I really like, I'm really excited about building a base and like mining some copper. And I'm like, great you go dude that is not for me but ha- yeah and the sad thing is i talked to him a few weeks later being like how is starfield going dude i i dropped it but are you still enjoying it and he's like no yeah it's fucking yeah. boring and i'm like you yes. say it's boring yes. well i think that's the thing is that like secretly starfield is for no one and it took yes. a while for that shoe to drop and i think that's where mccoy's like point about being proud of us as capital g gamers is like we called it pretty early of like, this game's awful. This is not good. It's not going to last. But now that it's been a while, it, nobody thinks it's good. Like the tide has completely turned against it. Um, and, that, and and it's not like bullshit yeah. gamer, like like uh, Reddit upvote, like the, the virality is just taking control. No, it's literally like you're saying, every community that it would have landed yeah. in. And it's, ev- yeah, it's everybody because it turns out if you make a game that's totally empty, nobody wants no, it no no one wants to play that like the kerbal sp- every person is going back to their game that this ripped off like mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. aren't they all going back in yeah. their own way or, or just first? moving on to any right. other big triple a game too yeah. i mean there's, like, <laughs> there's, there's too many big triple a games no there are yeah. well it, yeah he's like i'm moving on to spider-man because you yeah. know what yeah. i can swing from buildings and it feels like i'm free and, I, and i'm that's like so awesome. that's beautiful that's, that's so awesome god that's damn part of what bethesda didn't see coming as they were like spending 10 years making this and going like la, 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 to the rest of the world um it's just like game there are too many other games now like maybe yes. back in the day they could have released this and it would have been like the only thing i mean that's not even true but well, yeah. You can't I know what you mean. release something this bad anymore, maybe ever, but like you cannot release it right now and have anybody want to play it. They're just not going to do it. Yeah, I completely agree. Well, and you think that the rule of like quality over quantity would just be like, I don't know, like ingrained in every fucking game studio's yeah. like repertoire by now. Like, but like, nope. but that's just still like. But yeah. you can't play quality over quantity for a thousand hours. But here's the problem that motherfucker you just talked about, mm-hmm. that motherfucker doesn't have a thousand hours right he's got two yeah so he's trying he bounces then the motherfucker who has a thousand hours is playing some way deeper shit than this garbage right they don't want this skill tree that is a triple a skill tree except that the only difference between it and assassin's creed is it takes you four times as long that's the only difference it still gives you the same benefits which suck right they're they're playing that shit the Raphael shows us where it's like he's like in minecraft i created like a computer and i like am texting you from it like you know what i mean like that's what he's doing (laughs) yeah that's what people are spending a thousand hours on so they went for, and this is what Bethesda's been doing forever. They wanted to appeal to everyone. 
and I am so proud of them. They appealed to no one. <laughs> yeah, they they really proved that that um, argument that if you appeal to everyone, you will you will appeal to no one. And I, I do think that's part of what makes it so sad to me as a former fan of Bethesda is like this the Fallout Four was not good. Yeah. Fallout 76 was a disaster of like epic proportions and sure. it was yeah. so astronomically bad that it was actually just funny. I mean, that was funny. Yeah. Um, and this is so this, bad that it's not it's, it's funny. Sad. This is just sad. Like, yeah. This is it. This is the end of a, a giant gaming studio that people used to respect and love that yes. used to make games that we were excited about that used to have. It, it's just done. It's yes. over. Yes. I don't know. Yes. I don't believe they need to hire that someone they vision. have it in them like CD Projekt Red did to come back from this. Like they're they'll release something else. They'll make another game. They're too big not to. But I'm not going to buy it. I'm going to yeah, wait for it, like but... I'm going to I'm going to wait for like months for reviews to drop. Like I'm going to yeah. give it some time. I mean, you, you, yeah, you could literally skip it. This one's months like the yeah. reviews the the reviews for months were positive and for I, this yeah game. i just don't believe that they are going to make a game that i want to play here's what it is yeah. hear me out do, do you think you agree with this Lynn? it's like this it's like when they they, they have this model of like we have a hardcore like all the way back in the day with like fucking daggerfall and shit they have a, we have a hardcore fucking pc rpg and we want to fucking release it to more people so they made it a little easier and then it's like it pissed off some people that wanted more depth but then it got more people in Mm-hmm. And this was their formula, and they were just like making it more for the masses, more for the masses, more for the masses. But then, when they hit Skyrim, and they literally hit more human beings than like you know have phones or some shit. It's yeah. like you know they hit the world, right? Then you have to not judge us. And and, and so Bethesda's genius was they never really truly trusted us, the hardcore gamer. And I wish they did because that's who I am. But they were looking for your sister, and your sister says this. She would go to us and say, yeah, like, I love Skyrim. It was fucking amazing. I played with my boyfriend. He peed in my closet. These sorts of things were happening. <laughs> Sorry, that's such a fire story. It's so good. Um, but but the point is, and then she would say, have you heard of Kingdom Come? Deliverance, right? Mm-hmm. That fucking, yeah. that, it, which, that's a hardcore Skyrim game. She bounced from Skyrim to a more hardcore game than even I've ever played in the genre. And she was like, yo, the combat's actually really dope because it's really deep and like you can go kind of anywhere and it's really interesting. I know there was that whole controversy, but don't listen to that. The game is actually really good. So she was now in that genre more hardcore than anyone Mm -hmm. because she stepped through Skyrim to hardcore. But they didn't realize that what they did is they reached the most players of all time, leveled them all up, and then made a game too basic for them. Yeah. Boom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that we've been criticized in the podcast before for not having enough voices in the room. So I think we should welcome another voice into our room, which is um, Bethesda's voice. And I would like to read to you now. If we have cri- we've criticized the game. We've God left damn. our Steam review. God damn. And um, I have hotspotted my phone to be able to read to you Thank now you so the copy-paste response that they are putting on every negative Steam review. Just quick shout out. Yeah. Elena hotspotted her phone because the Wi-Fi gives McCoy a headache. It's true. Yeah, yeah we don't have Wi-Fi. Please write in and have your opinion of that. Of, of how, <laughs> please write in your opinion of how my yeah. head feels when the Wi-Fi is on. Please. Yeah. And let me just tell you this. I don't want to have a headache from the Wi-Fi. That's hella dumb. But... um. I have lived immersed in the technology for too long, it would appear, right? Don't yeah. you think? It bites back now. Yeah, because like when I got my eyes replaced for those like upgraded optics, that really didn't help for that. <laughs> <I'm not gonna laughs> <lie to you. laughs> Wrong game, McCoy. Wrong game. Oh. Um, okay, this is so. 
Bethesda has been posting this essentially the same response to everything, which also is disrespectful because if you think that gamers are not smart enough to realize that you're posting the same response to every Steam review, like you have fucked up. So yeah. some poor intern had to do this. So this is what they say. <clears throat> Greetings. Thank you for taking the time to leave a review of Starfield. We are sorry Strong that you do start. not like landing <laughs> on different planets and are finding many of them empty. Some of Starfield's planets are meant to be empty by design, but that's not boring. They're just telling Boom. you. Like, what? Yeah, Boom. Yeah, this is some gaslighting. Okay, here we go. Um, and I, this is in quotations, quote, when the astronauts went to the moon, there was nothing there. They yeah. certainly weren't bored. Yeah. The intention yeah. of Starfoil's exploration is to evoke a feeling of smallness in players and make you feel overwhelmed. I just want to show of hands. Oh, no, sorry. We were, were podcast. Um, a verbal yes, no. Did anyone feel overwhelmed by Starfield? No. 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 Um, well, uh, I the, did. the inventory system, when you first scan yes. and you see like 20,000 items. Yes. 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 God. You oh. can continue. How they, I'm sorry. Quick pause. Mm-hmm. How did they play this game and make this game for so goddamn long and the first thing that they do is like just fuck up the menu system <laughs> like in the inventory oh it's so fucking bad that you're like overwhelmed and you can't use it and you're it's literally gotta be asking like, oh my god it's got to be like hard-coded into the but the, engine. Engine. The, the engine that the menu systems suck but like <laughs> but like but like guys like what so i will say they did this thing where they wanted the game to be secret so they didn't like allow a lot of people to play it they just played it internally and all i can tell you is your internal people are wrong and there needs to be a metric which is simply this how much do your people when they're taking their tens or whatever the fuck they're like you know union mandated breaks do they play they your game or do they play no tft they <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. do they play valorant or do they play your game and all i can tell you is there is no fucking way that these people at this company were playing this game on their breaks for fucking 10 years there's no way no way. No. There's no way. No way. And and by the way, and there's no way they did that for ten years and then went. The inventory system is fine. Yeah. And yeah. I'm enjoying waiting for twenty four hours in front of the shopkeeper so I can sell my iron to them or fucking grab that whatever that I need and go on, Elena. You can continue to explore and find worlds that do have resources you need or hidden outposts to look through. Starfield is an RPG with hundreds of hours of quests to complete and characters to meet. Most quests will also vary on their char- on your character's skill and decisions, massively changing the outcome of your playthrough. Try creating different characters with backgrounds and characteristics that clash Why? or are opposite of your previous character. Actually, truthfully, truthfully, this game is so fucking horrible at new character creation for value. It's really bad. Yeah. Because it doesn't have any unique starting cl- classes that actually are relevant in any way or starting backstories nope. or anything that is... Because nothing matters is what you're trying to say. So here's the only reason why it's relevant to create a new character. Because what they do is this exponential growth of your XP bar so that you can no longer get any more skill points after some point. That's true. That's the only reason why you would start another one. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, It's. You will feel like you are playing a totally different game. What? Put yeah. points in I am. I am playing a totally different a game. It's called Lies of created, <laughs> And you are now faced with completely different decisions to make and difficulties to encounter. Yeah, I don't, I can't no longer, or can't no longer. Wow, <laughs> oh good grammar. God. I was yeah, like, I, yeah. I can no longer use a persuade option because this character, I didn't do persuasion. Like, yeah. yeah. What? Did they read this? Yeah. Did they play their game before writing this? No. They did. No, because this intern didn't want to play it. They were playing something else. They're oh. playing Call of Duty. There God. are so many layers God. to Starfield that you will find things you never knew were possible after playing for hundreds of hours 
What? Even after completing the main story, your adventure doesn't end. You can continue on to New Game Plus to keep exploring Starfield and all Their that's only out sell there. is that you can keep playing the game. And by the way, we have done this. I mean, your hour count and my hour count, watching watching you in particular, trying to just continue He's to dig. I'm pointing to just <laughs> dig through the sand and being like there's gonna be a diamond in here. It was like what I learned about the gold rush, except that all I know is that what they told, the way they told this to us in fucking sixth grade was that if you were just shimmying for gold, right, in your fucking creek and you didn't find any right away, you were gonna die of dysentery or something. Like it was just over for you because you needed to move to another place because it was like they either found gold or they didn't. And all I can say is, we died of dysentery playing this game. Did I, we not? I did, no, for sure. Oh my yeah. God. Sometimes was- after an episode... <laughs> <laughs> after an episode when when you were trashing on this game for like two hours like 30 minutes later i, I would leave see... the discord call and then yes zoe started playing starfield yeah. and yeah. i'm like surely this time <laughs> no it was like i i described this game once as it's like when you've scrolled through all of the good shit on reddit or instagram and then you just keep going but it starts at the keep going part yeah yeah is it not that? Honestly, so yeah. like in the same vein as McCoy, like, you know, having a crisis over whether or not he liked video games anymore. I think I had my own personal crisis about like, do I not know what a good game is anymore? Yeah. Like, because because they're gaslighting you. Did you hear what they did? Yes. Did you yes. hear that response? Yes. That is the most condescending yeah. keep, gaslighting yeah. response. for another three or four hundred hours and then you'll, and then you'll find the fun. Yeah. <laughs> It's like and, they literally pat you uh, oh on God. the head just being like, now, now. Well, like, quit your, yes. quit your yeah. tantrum. And listen, listen, <laughs> I'm just going to say this. I have, I have loved and I have committed hundreds and thousands of hours to so many deep things in my life. That's what I love. That's what Counter-Strike is. That's what League is. That's what Valorant is. That's what all StarCraft was. That's what, but, but, but single-player games, too. And fucking, God damn, everything about my life. I love this idea of, hey, listen, you're just an amateur. Give it 100 hours and I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what everything is. That's, that's what running is. Right? That's what it's, life is. That's what life is. <laughs> that's what life is. But the other really good skill set to have when you are navigating life and you realize that life is full of traps where the people that only do it for 10 hours all complain that it sucks, but the people who do it for 100 hours have a markedly improved life. The skill set that you need is identifying when that's not going to be worth it. Yeah. And we we saw this sh- right away. <laughs> No fucking way. It's just bad. It's just bad. It's just and bad. we saw it. And we all saw it in our own ways. Mm-hmm. And goddamn, like, even if it was amazing, is it worth the damage to our psyche to get there? Like, let's say, like, okay, first you're, okay, like, if I was explaining to a new person, hey, little Alex, I know, like, you don't totally get the way, but you have to play Starfield for 100 hours. You have to question whether you like video games. You have to be digging through. You have to get dysentery. You have to nearly lose your fucking mind. And then... You're going to find that out post. Right. That's, real, that's, you know what I mean? That's called Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah I just think, uh, I mean, genuinely, I think this is the death of Bethesda. Like, the, these these responses to people who are posting on Steam, like, genuine complaints, just being, like, just completely be like, nope, it's not boring. It's supposed to be like that. You're wrong. It's just, it's so tone deaf. It's so condescending. Yeah. It is so out of touch with reality. It's- Oh my god! Just, just be CD Projekt Red and admit that you fucked up. Admit that you were wrong. Admit that you are gonna like pivot and come out with something different. But like, I think and they're learn. just gonna double down and be like, 
the people are out of touch. We are right. And they're just going to keep going. And I think it's, I think it's over. Yeah. I I mean, because in like some sense, like, I don't want to say in some sense, like, I I do think what they're trying to capitalize on, and in some senses it's fairly, but I think in the way they're doing it's unfairly. But like, I do think that the the demands of gamers these days, like especially for big game Mm -hmm. releases, sometimes get blown out of proportion. Mm -hmm. It did happen with things like Cyberpunk. I think it's happened with a lot of just, like I'm really scared for Silksong actually. I haven't even played Hollow Knight. I'm scared for Silksong though, because at this point the anticipation has built up to such a crazy thing that like, it is possible that whatever they produce, like, people are going to be disappointed, yeah. you know? I see your and worry, so, and I can just say, as someone who's played Hollow Knight, it is impossible. <laughs> it is impossible. But we thought about something like CJ, like, like yeah, Cyberpunk. No, you're right. No, you're right. Like, it, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Game absolutely. They're showing yes. us that it is possible. And, yes. and the thing is, like, with, yes. with how some threads go on Reddit, I can see why a game company would be like, well, how can we possibly compare versus, the, the, you know, these you know what these people are posting like on reddit like Mm -hmm. their hopes and dreams or like their complaints and whatnot like how can we possibly go up to their expectations and i think bethesda is just like taking that but like treating that incorrectly where they're just like yeah so this just means all gamers are wrong it's like no gamers have points like they do have the points with the complaints that they make do not write off on all of it and they they're just choosing to completely write it off and yeah gaslight girl boss gatekeep (laughs) (laughs) triple g (laughs) no i it's true and like i i am the first person to sit there and be like the gamers are wrong i am right but but like when they are right though you have to listen Mm -hmm. and this is not like some gut reaction no this is pretty overwhelming this is real yeah this is real knew like people in that in, in that uh, studio knew that they had fucked up yeah mm-hmm. they knew they knew and i will just quick shout out i know we've talked a lot of shit about bethesda okay mm-hmm. and they deserve every moment i want to now do a small 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 shout out to the people who had knee-jerk reaction content that said that bethesda was bad but that missed all of what we've just talked about <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And talk instead about like fucking like you could pick your gender in the fucking character select. It's like, is that the problem you're having with the game, or is that the first five minutes? Yeah, and like you know yeah. people like... complaining about the wokeness of this game. Never fucking play this game because this yeah. game is not woke at all. <laughs> yeah. It's actually scarily like it's it's because really it's uncomfortably so unwoke because it's so they safe, didn't yeah. want to do anything. Light it's... city, yes, yes light, light city. city. <laughs> yeah, I think too. I want to as we start to like I think wind this down. I want to shout out, I'm pretty sure it was James who said that there was just, they didn't let any weirdos work on this So game. that's that's yeah. a point that I brought to this podcast from another podcast. Okay. Well, Which is hype. Wherever it came from, whoever said it's it. It's from I will, the No Clip podcast. It's oh, a really podcast. good yeah. point. Like there, because this game is so incredibly toast. there's zero risk. There is nothing in it. There, no, there is nothing weird and odd. They there's didn't let no anybody charm. weird, and no. there's no, there's just nothing. And well, so, and it's a detraction yeah. from their previous games, even. Yeah, yeah. like where I, they had weirdos. This is where I remember mm-hmm. my cross, mm-hmm. my cross fingers yeah. point here. But it's like, again, detriment of playing Fallout Three back to back with Starfield. Not that it should be a detriment. It's just playing two games from the same studio. But like Fallout Three, I just remember like, you would walk into a, I walked into a building and start uh, in in Fallout Three. Mm. That was like this weird. I forget what they're called. It's like where like there's the like domino effect and Rube Goldberg machine. 
yes, Rube Gold, Goldberg machine in mm -hmm. this store. Yeah. And there's no explanation to it. Yeah. It's just I walked into the door, accidentally triggered it, and could have killed myself if I accidentally stepped somewhere else. Mm -hmm. But it was just weird. And I just stood there and explored that building like in just kind of a stupor. Like, what the hell was that? That was amazing. And it's because the weird guy at the office was like, dude, what I'm if we just threw... Into, yeah. yeah, like what yeah. if we just threw a store in this town that has a Rube Goldberg machine in it? And yeah. it made for a great like 20 minutes of exploration right yeah. there. Yeah. And yeah, Starfield just does not have that at all. Like yeah. down to the fact that like just every pirate outpost is tit for tat, like just yeah. the same. Yeah. yeah. Down to the loot. Like yeah. Sure, the loot's randomized, but loot locations, mm -hmm. but also up into, like, enemy locations. I think if I played 20 pirate hideouts in a row, I could close my eyes and, like, headshot every single pirate. Yeah, yeah exactly. Think. She's pre-firing around the corners and you fucking out. And also, the first time you play it, it's not cool. Right. Well, yeah. yeah. It's not. bad <laughs> every time. It's yeah. bad every time. It's not even cool. It's not even like a cool, interesting experience the first time. Yeah. No, no so, so there's two ways you can go, right? You can go Stray. Stray does not have the weird guy in the office who makes one piece different than all the other pieces. Oh, the whole office is weird. Well, the whole office is weird and cool, but they all align mm -hmm. on a vision. And then they execute and the smoothness between it is flawless. Or you have a grab bag that is really truly interesting mm -hmm. that is actually interesting to reach into the birds every flavor beans situation that's mm -hmm. going on and as long as you Birdie make bot. right bernie Birdie bots. Bird, bernie bots yeah Birdies. harry potter um, yeah. <laughs> that's also what i was thinking <laughs> no but the point is one or the other cohesive or grab bag with interest and 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 wanting to reach more into the interest that you will find and this is like a cohesive vision of nothing mm -hmm. and that is just the fuck is that? It's, it's, a, just it's just sad. It's just sad. Yeah. It's just sad. And like I said, bookend this bitch. We called it immediately. I spent a little extra on the game to play a little early, which you can criticize me for. But all I can say is that I came away with this reward. I knew this Starfield was bad before it released. <laughs> and I like that. I like Man, that very much. <laughs> Zoe, Zoe and I were really trying to give this game... A fair shot. Yeah. From from week one, we were like, we'll try and find what's good in this game. Yep. And we tried hard. And yep. there was I do nothing. think that's to yeah. our credit as a podcast too. I think we all did. I yeah. think we all tried yeah. really hard to find something yeah. good in the game. We weren't even ready to take McCoy's word for it. Yeah. That yeah. It was bad. And, right. yeah. In fact, I I I defended Zoe personally because I was like, I think it might be bad. And she was like, Don't poison my perspective. Well, because we'll he told me I think it might be bad. The day before, before the you can even play it. You <laughs> yeah. can even play it, and I like kind of ruined your experience. But I was just like, I think it's kind of, and I tried not to ruin it. But I was just like, I think it's like, and a I little... like, I tried to role play as one of our friends, Brian. I like oh, yeah. really tried, and there was no opportunity. No, no. there's nothing. And Gabe, or Gabe, well, yeah. Gabe. Gabe just skipped the entire game because he just literally his ear to the ground <laughs> yeah. was like, I mean, I'm not even like, playing this yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's like, I I'm think fucking done. Gabe was messaging I think... me on the side like two weeks prior being like, I can't wait to see McCoy and Elena be just so disappointed. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> yeah. So he was right about I that. Think <laughs> he was in the game that we played before this and he was, yeah, yeah Fallout. Yeah, fall and out we were actually. like, so are you going to play Starfield? And he was like, nah, that game's going to be pretty fucking mid. <laughs> 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 and he was right. And 
Honestly, yeah. that's overselling the game. I, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think the yeah. one thing that Gabe got wrong this year was that Starfield was not mid. It was trash. what's a hip name, and that's what Zoe's regrets about trash. her review, trash. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yep. It was trash. It was truly trash. We all knew it. the The first cutscenes, or no, they didn't even exist. But the first what quests in yeah. that like place in the underground city underneath the fucking normal city that doesn't oh. have a map new atlantis there's no fucking ma- i'm sorry no what map. the fuck are they doing they're over going there? to bring it out in a in a new update no just <laughs> no maps are not dlc they are not horse armor like they yeah. need you it says you need to have a map yeah i mean that, that should have been the first thing they designed before they even designed the world but okay we did it Starfield. let's all take a collective breath in collective breath out I think it's time biggest disappointment starfield, starfield. yeah runner-up my review of starfield but also atomic heart, <laughs> 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 heart runner-up all right does this mean we have to stop shooting on start like spiritually no. do we, we let it never go? we never have to i no. think it will always come up when okay. we talk about other games Great. honestly yeah. just check kind of like fallout 76 is for other people right. like we weren't right. around we, we didn't play that mm-hmm. yeah exactly but like but like you know, Fallout seventy six was like a buzzword for it was yeah yeah horrible launch. Well, like trash Bethesda game. is really gaining traction as a as a buzzword, a household name for yeah. bad things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you were you were talking before I um, embarrassingly had to go to the bathroom and then like, <laughs> like tried to yeah, sneak upstairs and it was it was so I tried to go to the bathroom sneakily. I went upstairs. I probably made too much noise going upstairs. And then it was dark upstairs, and I couldn't see anything, and I tripped over everything. <laughs> <laughs> the McQuaylanist house experience. And then, yeah. and then on the way back from the bathroom, I tripped over everything a second time. I feel that. Because <laughs> well, now you've tripped it into a new spot, yeah. and you don't know where that is because it's yeah, too dark. It's, it's we in the middle. All of that. We're gonna we're gonna turn on the lights upstairs, and shit's gonna be everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! It's like that one scene from like what was like Daddy. But Day I tried or really hard. Yeah, um, and we appreciate the effort. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, not as much results, but um, but that all of that is to say, like Bethesda is currently still making money on Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, yeah, they're still making money on Skyrim. Skyrim somehow. Yeah, and then they're going to release Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah, because they did announce that at the same time as Starfield, so they're gonna release it eventually. Yeah, that's yeah. all you need to yeah. know. And in 2034, and, and, when they release that game, maybe we'll play it for the podcast. No, and, and, be ready. And maybe, and, but we're not going to play it on launch. Oh no. Uh, yeah, we might just shit on it. I don't know. Look, why will he'll have his ear to the ground and two days before launch he'll be like don't play it <laughs> yeah I'm yeah maybe we'll let mccoy just do a solo podcast on that one oh my just god Please. guys i really want to do a solo podcast on things i think i could do it I, the only other person who could do it is bill burr i think i could do it i think i could do it you just have to do different voices no i don't oh my to... god wait you yes. already do solos <laughs> Yeah, wait, oh this is all a solo Just the premise that I can McCoy? do James's voice at all is hilarious <laughs> to me. I can't. It's 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 just like Speaker's James. You yeah. want them to go low, but they'll have to be big. I am mm. not big enough to do your voice. That's it. That's it. And Elena mentioned this before we started. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> <fuck>. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's wrap this up, all boys. Right. Wrap it up. Way to go. <laughs> Did our due diligence. 